Blog Talk Radio. What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now, 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 now. Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Touchdown! Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are. Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a token. He's a Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Me. But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 and all, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You know, you know, we just drafted the Messiah. Holy, because the one and only shakes my hand out. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana.
What's going on, Big Blue Nation, sports fans all around the world. Excuse me, I'm moving the mic around. You are now tuned in to one of the most dangerous shows on this blog talk network, The Shakedown. I'm your host for today, Black Preview on this debate Wednesdays, and we're going to get into it early and often. You know how I do it. You know how we get down, baby, on these Wednesdays, all up in your motherfucking area. Hold on a minute. Somebody trying to call me. Who is you? I don't know nobody there. Okay, okay. Well, I, got, I got one of my brothers with me, man. I got my brother, you the chosen one from the Bronx. You know, I had to put his beat on. I had to summon him. Put that beat on. You know what I mean? going on, brother? Peace, King. Let me um first say, y'all know what time it is. Y'all tuned into the most dangerous show on the planet. And uh, today is Debate Wednesdays. And if you don't know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Bring them back over again and again. But um, Freezy, let me let you know something, brother. Your audio is just a little bit mushed. And on the day like this, we know the host with the most has to be clearly heard. Because you're gonna bring up topics. Yeah, you know, at this point, though, it is, it is. I, I can't, I can't get it both ways, son. I can't get it. You know, you know what? That's, that's beautiful, right there, bro. You good? You good? You know what I mean, I don't know, son. It's just off and on. Yeah, but let me but tell you though, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, you good, bro? When I tell you you are good, you are good. So, yo, man, I look. Mm-hmm. Today I'm gonna be more so of a listener, but um, participant, and I just can't wait to see what oh, great man. topics you bring up today, brother. And uh, let the debates begin. Um, as you can see, I don't know if you checked into the room, man. I've been really, really diving in to the All-22, uh, the offensive line, the power schemes that we've been running, you know, to allow us to have some mm-hmm. successful running plays recently, plays that yeah. really, like, you know, stand out. So I've been doing a lot of, like, film work recently. But I'll bring that up on Friday, 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. It's debate Wednesday. Your host is Black Freezy. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So we're going to wait for some of the brothers to get in here, you know what I mean, so we could, uh, you know, get some things going on. But um, let's get to some, some stuff, man. Um, Well, I'm not sure because um, I was trying to find something, but did Odell Beckham clear waivers? Yes, brother. He cleared mm-hmm. waivers, uh-huh. and he's a free uh-huh. agent. And right now, the top three teams, they're talking about Green Bay, the Saints, mm-hmm. and the Bucks. Those are the top three teams, but Green Bay seems to be the lead and front runner. He's also expressed interest in Green Bay as well. And mm-hmm. if the two sides obviously can come to some type of negotiation, and we all know this is business, ah, seems like that's going to be the place to be and hurts my feelings but guess what as long as his career is back and he can return to at least 60 to 70 percent of the most of his old self because you know nobody never returns back fully because those years are gone but if he can return back to that man i just wish him luck i don't understand freely why we weren't a part of that but i don't want to even start that because today is not the day for it for me I just, I we, we, kind, we kind of already know why. We kind of already know, right? 
Yeah, we do. You kind of don't want to bring the old girlfriend back. You don't want to do it. Even if she's still fine? They always still be fine. You know what I mean? Not unless they had a whole baby on. But, um, you know, so... I'll be looking at him now. Even if I'll be looking mature? at him on Facebook. Nah, listen, man. It ain't even about maturity at this point. It's, it's just um, about production, right? Right. It's really about being productive. So that's that's one of the main you know keys to that. But you know, good for him that you know he'll be able to go to a place to where I think if he goes to Green Bay, it's the best shot. You know what I mean to go to Green Bay because um, I think that wide receiver room isn't as strong as Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? So we'll right. get a chance also, to, you know. Also a surprise team that's also a front runner as well because they say in that I'm reading the article right now and it's saying that um the Chiefs is looking like they have faltered a little bit in the race and the Patriots and Seattle have been in touch. So it says Odell Beckham mm. Packers to make offer wide receiver Homes in on three teams. Pat, Seattle. The mm-hmm. Packers, the Patriots, and Seattle are the ones that are the front runners now. <clears throat> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I could see him definitely doing some damage on the Pats, you know what I mean? But um, I, think he needs to, I think he needs to be a number two. At this point in his career, he needs to be a number two wide receiver and tear up the loop. That's what he needs to do. You know what I'm saying? With, with a, um, a very adequate quarterback. Because like I told you, I'm not really a fan of the Baker, the Baker Mayfield show. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really a fan of that. But um, I think him and Aaron Rodgers, that might change his life. All right, we got a caller here. And I'm telling you, bring that brother on. 914-205-5796. That's the number to call in. Make sure you hit the number one so you can jump up to the top of the screen so I can see you. We got our brother, Dan C. with us. California love. Yeah, yeah. Dan C. What's going Yo. on? Yo. Yeah, I was listening to you guys. You got your old lady. You got history. She might kind of still be fine, but is she crazy? Yeah. But is she crazy? Yeah, she's still crazy, too. She's still crazy. Bro, so you know crazy. what, Dan? I would like to answer that in live and real time. <laughs> if we think about the last couple of years since he's left New York, you haven't heard anything about him. You haven't heard anything from him. I know, but does she still yeah, think she's crazy. super fine and she's not that mm-hmm. fine no more? Mm-hmm. Nah. She even changed her hairstyle. The one we fell in love with her with, we love that. Now she went from blonde to brunette. Yeah, she's just not as cute, mm-hmm. but she's still pretty. And we are referencing to a real woman. Let's get that out there. It's just not (laughs) metaphorically speaking. I don't want nobody. I had to like the blunt. I had to like the blunt. I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, man, she's still crazy, man. Exactly. Well, right now, let's look at the latest thing that the latest tweet that just came out was it's going to take a couple days. He's thinking about it. I'm going to tell you what he's thinking about. They didn't come run as fast as he thought, giving him that money he thought. They're coming in with the veteran minimum, minimum and, and incentive laced. Yeah. That's what they're coming with. 
I don't know what he thought. He already getting eight million off the cuff just from chilling. So I mean, you know, he needs to chill. He needs to relax. If he's going to relax, he needs to really pick the team where he's going to win. That's what he needs to be focused on is winning. Well, that's 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 the Packers' bottom line, and I guess they gave him the yeah, veteran minimum. Pa- Packers are are the team. If you want to win, it's the Pack. Right. And besides Devontae Adams, because he's going to be an official number two next to Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, and ain't nobody mm-hmm. going to take targets from him. It's going to be just like a Jarvis Landry would could have been situation. It's just we all know the Packers and Aaron Rodgers is most definitely, unequivocally, it's going to get the ball to him. That's the difference. We all know that. Mm-hmm. There's one place we, he can you know, go. He's going to get that right. putting those plays out there, we see he can still get open, though. You know what I mean? The kid can still get open. He just needs an opportunity to have a, some, some good balls placed his way. Paul, you know what I'm saying? And, and, I don't know. How do y'all feel about Baker Mayfield, man? Do y'all feel, how do y'all feel about Baker Mayfield at this point in the year? I, I liked him coming out. He was my second option. Remember, from outside of Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield was my second option in the two options. It was either Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold. I was a Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield guy. I liked him coming out. I think he's a great game manager. I think just like a Daniel Jones, I'm going to be honest, you'll be overhyped when you start winning games. And at certain times when you show you know, above an X and O performance, you'll be hyped up for that performance. But overall, you get to see what happens once injuries start, unhappy receivers begin, and your line falters. So Baker Mayfield, to me, is a great game manager. He can win games if he has all the right pieces around him, and he's one of those guys that definitely has that. If somebody can tell me something he doesn't have, it goes to show you testimony and a credit to his ability with having it all. He's one of them guys you can say he has it all. Well, all right. You got something on that? Yeah, to me, I mean, pretty much everything he said. He's pretty good. He's not, not too bad. I mean, I'd take him. Doesn't turn it over. He he manages the game well. Very. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say he's like a poor man's Alex Smith. So. Okay. All right, then. Yeah, he's just not exciting to me. I guess you know what I'm saying. And if you're gonna manage the game, hopefully you can win that motherfucker. Excuse my length. All right. Um. Real quick, we got a caller. Let's bring that fella in here. Nine one four two zero five five seven ninety six. That's the number to call in. Make sure you hit the number one. You can jump up to the top there. We got our brother with us, Louis. Yo. Louis. All right. <laughs> okay, where do we be? Okay, where do we begin? Louis, what's going feel, on? How, how, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield? After you tell us how you feel, Louis, how you feeling? Well, actually, what they have with uh, his now former teammate. Okay, it's, I knew it was gonna get ugly. So how do you so? Mayfield, I guess his rule is the rule of the Browns now. And OBJ, he just wanted out. He just wasn't happy there. 
I mean, I heard all the complaints. I heard the video about what is that? It, oh, he wasn't supportive. He didn't even pass the ball. Pass the ball. So you knew right then and there that OBJ wanted out, and that's that. You know. You know, and he, and he isn't quite being the starter, but he thinks he is. Okay, he did well with the Giants, you know, here and there, but basically he's been a bust. Yeah, he just wasn't happy. He says he wants to go to a contending team and not play for a, not play for like a second-rate team. Well, I gotta give him credit for that, because you know now you're in, you know, mid-November, the season's half over, and if he wants to get a shot at the playoffs, you know, he's got to get, you know, his act together and play for the right team. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, so Lou, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield as well? I don't like him. I never liked him anyway. I mean, he was stuck up in college. I think he's still stuck up now. You know, I say more. I mean, ba- basically, I think he's a bit of a jackass. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a I think you know, for that that personality, you should you got to be a winner, man. What personality? He doesn't have one. Well, the one he's the one he's trying to display. You know what I mean? Or the cocky, whatever they, you know, whatever you can, you know, call it. You know, we can recall, yeah. you know, things that happen in college and things of that nature. But, Wait, you know, this this kid, to me, is he's just oh. not a winner. He's not a winner. As Shakes would yeah. say, right? I mean, he was, you know, he was like that in college, too. I mean, that's why he missed his last few games of his college career. And it's carried over into the NFL. What a game Okay. Yeah. All right, so then... Let's let's get into it, man. Um, y'all got anything around the league y'all want to talk about directly, or or anything that that popped up you guys saw that you want to get into? Um, before I get into my yeah, program, I want I wanted to discuss health and um, attrition, and it couldn't have come at a better time for us. And Lou, the same thing for you, Lou. If I'm not mistaken, you're a Cowboys guy, right? Blue or right? Cowboys yes. and Jets. Yes, correct. Okay, Cowboys and Jets. So, if we look at those three teams, Lou, you as well, um, starting to get healthy. You know, you guys are starting to get healthy. Tyron Smith needs yep. this by week himself, right? If I'm not mistaken, for you. So, I would first allow Lou to speak about the Jets and you know the Cowboys, and then I'll go on with the health. Uh, and the improvement of health coming back from the bye with our team because that's going to be the biggest part in news of what we got going on. The rest of us are just going to be watching our second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth favorite football teams this week. The way I see it, well, first of all, the Jets are a train wreck. I mean, you know, they're not. I mean, they're not. Gonna, they're not going to improve much this year anyway. I mean, they're a train wreck from the beginning. As for Dallas, I think maybe Prescott rushing stuff back in. You know, even though they say, he said he was, you know, healthy from from the calf injury, I don't think he was ready. And I think he should have stuck with Cooper Rush. If they would have stuck with Cooper, I think maybe we would have had a better outcome. We might have still lost, but we wouldn't get blasted in the game last week against Denver. So I think it was a wrong move, you know, to get Prescott. He should have stayed out one more week and have Cooper uh, just uh, stayed in for um, that one game. Now, just the, the third-string quarterback that they were using, okay, he did fine. He did three touchdowns or anything, but still, I mean, the, the team was a wreck. And, you know, I hate to use the word rebuild, but they're still looking at a rebuild process this year. I mean, you know, we were expecting a lot more to happen, and we didn't get it. You know, we were concentrating so much on Zachy Boy, 
thinking he was going to be the savior of the team. And, of course, he goes and gets injured. Because, like, every year when we expect something from uh, the Jets with a new quarterback, a new coach, or whatnot, the results are going to be a bust. So uh, I am not a happy camper when it comes to this. It's been a long time since we reached the playoffs, and it's going to take a few more years. Wilson is, you know, well, we can't see Wilson the bust. It's only his first year. I don't think the benefit of the doubt. But if he's going to last in this town, in the New York City area, he's got to step up. He had to step up in his second second and third year. Or else he's going to be out the door well. He's going to be out the door as well. Well, he needs his line together. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, next year is going to be a better year for the kid. Um, and he doesn't. He didn't put up no terrific tape as of yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he had one good game thus far. Huh? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I basically think is is that this kid right here is going to be okay. As long as he gets out the season fine with no major stuff, major injuries, he'll be fine. Um, it's the Jets, though, Lou. I mean, you guys, you guys suck for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, no disrespect, but... <laughs> Kids got a rough time. You got a rough go at it. All right. Anything else? Anything else around the league? Uh, anybody want to talk about this show? Or you know, anything pop up? Any news real quick? Well, yeah, I was just getting Lou's take on everything. And great, great job, Lou. Thank really? you, man, for that insight. It's always a pleasure to hear from a guy who's knowledgeable and understands the game. Like I said, I hate talking to people who like football. I love pe- talking to people who know football. Because it's a whole different conversation. So thanks for always calling right. in, Lou. Thanks for always just being a part of our show. And I know some of us have promised to definitely call in and be a part of you guys' show. You know, we always we already know the profanity and, you know, keeping things politically correct and all of that. So right. we're definitely going to make sure we do that. And now right. I'll go on to answer that the question on my that show. Absolutely. And I'll go on to answer the question that I asked you myself. I'm really looking forward to this bye week for two reasons. One, we get a chance to get an extra week of rest for injuries. But we also get a chance to get an extra week of rest for implementation. Meaning as these guys can get a chance to get extra reps, extra practice, extra time off, learn each other learn you know get some extra work in and be able to come out fresh and play as if you are healthy like it's the beginning of the season the biggest thing of coming off a bye week is to renew refresh reiterate and reinvigorate and that's what i'm looking for refresh renew reiterate and revigorate so we're going to have all of the guys from our wide receiving course, healthy. We're going to have our running back, healthy. We're going to have our left tackle, healthy. That is big for us. That's huge. And if the defense stays on track to the way that they've been playing, with the way Patrick Graham has switched things up, and I'll get into that later, Black, because remember, me and you are very critical on that zone. And I'll get into the question that was asked to Logan Ryan. And if you yeah, want that no, press, I'll, I'll, I'll play that for you. you. know, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I, I am the self-proclaimed king of the presser. 
I got the presses loaded. We're going to get into it today, baby. Right. Okay, bro. And um, there was a question, and I'll finish, and I'll get out of anybody's way that wants to talk and bring up any subjects or things that, that are important to them. But Logan Ryan was asked a question. He was asked, so what did you guys have to do in order to get this defense to be to start playing right and everything that went on, you know, in the last couple of weeks, because it seems like you guys have stepped up. He said it's a combination of things. About guys stepping up, about players being put in the position that best suit them. Because everybody said, oh, we got a Dory, so now we can play man-to-man and do all of this. He said, no. It wasn't like that at all. Mm -hmm. Just because we got a guy, that doesn't mean we're going to do that. And that's what I felt, Black felt, and I won't speak for anybody else because we had that conversation before the season even started, that we can go man-to-man now. Things are going to be different. And he cleared that up and said no. Guys came to him, spoke to him, and he received their input and let them know what their best in and how to use each person to the best of their ability without taking from them because you have devised a scheme that doesn't work for us. And I applaud Patrick Graham, and I respect him for that because I've been very critical. Mm. All right, all right. So what? You know, without any further ado, because he just pretty much, you know, let the cat out his bag. That's what you know was up on the docket. Was um, these pressers? We won't get into them because they kind of space out everything before the questions happen, uh, and give some people some time to get you know in the room and get situated. And for those who don't know, the number to call in is nine one four two zero five five seven ninety six. That's the number to call in. Make sure you hit the number one so I can see you at the top. Done. You understand this? But uh, without any further ado, you know what I'm saying? Everybody mute yourselves. We're going to get into this Logan Ryan presser. Logan, will you look at the standings at all this week, big picture, see where you guys are compared to the rest of the NFC, that seventh seed? And does it help last year that you started off poorly, only had five, six wins, and you were in it to the end, so you know every game matters? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not looking at the standings at all. There's no way. way. Way too early to tell, but, you know, um, some upsets throughout the week, man. I mean, throughout this this, this week, which we saw. And um, that's the beauty of the NFL. you got to line it up every Sunday. And you never know. You know, you're chasing improvement. And um, I think we've been improving these last couple of weeks. We've got to continue that trend. How, how do you feel about where the defense is at as you head into the halfway point now? Um, I feel pretty good. I, I, I think the areas that, you know, I've talked about before was uh, red area, um, third down, Keeping those points back, uh, points down two minute. I think those are areas of emphasis and areas we approved on. I mean, I still think you know we can improve our tackling. Um, we've been getting more turnovers, which is always the, the goal of defense to get them off the field, make them kick field goals if they're in that position, and get the ball. And we've been doing a better job of that, and we got to continue to do that. And you know, speaking of Derek Carr a lot and Mariota, who I'm close friends with, they had trouble with our disguise. So I think that's that's getting better, and that just takes time to work on that and we saw that kind of happen last year this season progressing it just takes reps with the unit to work on the skies to, to make it better and uh, make it harder on these really good quarterbacks and we've had a stretch of, of a bunch of them lately so you feel about the offensive guys getting healthy again I mean as a defender when you look at what you guys have put out on offense I mean yeah. would it be nice to see everybody back I mean ideally when I mean, you have your roster you want to have everybody healthy that's how it's constructed but 
You also need depth. I mean, it's football. It's 100% injury rate. A lot of guys are banged up. A lot of guys aren't playing completely healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, some guys can't play. Some guys are getting healthier, getting closer. So ideally you want your you know, your playmakers on the field. That gives us the best chance to win when your star players are on the field, and that's what they get paid to do. So that will give us a better chance to win without a doubt. But I just think you got to give credit to DJ and the guys been out there honing it down and finding different ways to compete, different ways to win like we've had the last couple of weeks. And um, defensively, understanding, you know, with, with some of our guys down on offense that we need to step up and win the games and step up and control the tempo of the games. And I think we, we took that upon ourselves in the darkest times to each step up and play a lot better, and I think we've done that. We all saw what Tater did in that game. It was obvious that When you watch the film and you look at the totality of his season and I guess his career so far, how, how high is this kid's ceiling and what do you think about his long-term I don't. I hear talk about uh, sailing. I mean, it's through the roof. I mean, he's a he's a really good player. He's a smart player. He works hard, um, and he's productive because he's good at finding the ball in there. And the good thing about Xavier is he had a ton of success in college, obviously, and he came from a program that um, you're used to that. And he's able to come to work each and every day. It doesn't seem like he's he's acting any differently with the success. It seems like it's um it's it's what he expects of himself and what we expect of him. And you know, with Jabril going down, it's more opportunities uh, for me and Zay, and I think it was our best game as a tandem. Um, last game of doing, doing, doing our jobs for the most part, and at the end of the game, making the plays necessary for our team to win the game. And we put a lot on our shoulders back there as signal callers, as leaders. And I'm a year nine, he's in year two, basically he's, you know, I don't know, game 12 of his career, and he's playing well beyond his years, and that's what we expect him to do. Can you give us an example of how we keep hearing Patrick Graham simplified everything, and that's the same thing he did last year around the midpoint. Can you give us an idea of how things have gotten simpler, what it allows you guys to do, and why Why does the last few years has that happened in October for you guys rather than clicking in like week three? I don't necessarily – you know, we talk about after games simplifying. I think Pat's as good as any coach in the league of listening to his players and listening to his coaches and not being afraid to take – um, advice from the players. I mean, I, you know, I think I'm, I'm mic'd up. I think I'm most mic'd up. It might come out, but we talked about changing the defense a little bit in the fourth quarter. That led to some big plays that a coach told Pat to run or a player told Pat to run, and Pat was willing to call it and willing to use that. So I think he does a great job of adjusting throughout the year and listening to his players of saying, hey, although we thought this was going to be what we practiced all week, actually I think we need to run this, and he does a great job of implementing that. So I don't think we're any simpler. I think we were executing better, and I think Pat's right. done a great job of choosing the things that we do well and and calling the things we do well in critical situations, like third down and red area, as opposed to trying to have the perfect defense, what they might run, kind of going back to what we do well and let them you know, beat us in that and putting guys in position to make plays. So I think Pat does a great job of listening. So instead of simpler, it might be like pared down a little bit. I think understanding – Getting a, I think he has a great knowledge of who his players are and what we do best. And it might, might not be what it, you picture in the offseason. It might not be, you know, oh, we have this, this guy, we're going to run all this this year. We're going to run more man-to-man this year. That was the big, you know, talk. Like, oh, we got a door. He's going to be man-to-man every play. And that's not the case. Understanding what's best for our team throughout the year and not being afraid to adjust and go what the guys are doing best. What do you think of the term, bend but don't break? Is that like a negative thing for a defense? Do you break that? Like, how, do you, how do you view that? You know, I never, I mean, I just think that's a cliche in football. I think that's being good in situational football, which third down the red air. I mean, I think every, 
you know, defense wants to be a don't bend, don't break, you know, but offense is going to move the ball at times. They have oh, good yeah, playmakers, they have good players. They're going to move the ball, but at the end of the day, that drive comes to a third down, that drive comes to a red area stop or a red area a play, and that, that dictates three points or four points, seven points, whatever it may be. So I think you just got to be really good in the critical situations. On that, fumble, on that fumble, did you go for the ball or did you go for Jacobs? Uh, I went for Jacobs, man. I had a you know I had a basketball coach tell me first team to the floor on loose balls normally wins. I saw him bending down to pick it up, and I figured you know I try to I figured if I cleared him out, we had a better chance again. And I try to Palamu Palamalu punch it to our to our goal line. Uh, I don't want to you know I don't know if that's you know whatever, but I try to Palamalu it, and I cleared him out and we were able to get Leo on the floor. But there's some pictures of it. And I think you saw our guys diving to get the ball, and I think you saw some of them bending up to pick it up. And, Rule number one in basketball, you got to die for loose balls. Okay, all right, all right. Well, just like Eddie Chosen once said, you know what I'm saying, um, this young fella uh, was breaking down exactly how things transpired in the changing of the guards. Well, not the guards, uh, I would say philosophy. Um, and um, I would call those adjustments, right? Would y'all call those adjustments? Let's start with um, our brother Lou. So it's the old bend and bend and break. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I mean, you know, he said that was more cliche. If anything, you know, situational football is yeah. what it is. Um, but it seems it seems it really applies to us though, because it seems like when we get in the green zone, red zone, whatever you want to call it, we kind of are buckling down. We call it red. Yeah, so red zone, uh, we were buckling down. So um, if we think about it, even though Kansas City's struggling, held them under, held them to about 20 points. Um, same thing with um, with um, uh, the Raiders. I was about to call them the um, Oakland Raiders. Um, so, you know, when I think about it, he was giving up the kudos before, you know, I played the pressure. When I think about it, Please, Patrick Graham, listen to your team. Please listen yeah. to your players. And that's a good thing. This is a great thing because communication is key. Communication is the key to relation. It's the key to knowing what the hell is going on. And I'm glad Xavier McKinney is able to be able to roam free and read his keys. Because if you look at those two interceptions, he was reading his keys, which was the quarterback. He saw this before somewhere. He saw this on tape somewhere. He studied Smart kid, man. But um, uh, Edie Tozer, one man, yeah. um, talk to us, man, and then we go to Dan C. Um, about uh, the situation that you opened up here and I played the press, bro. Uh, first and foremost, man, like I said, <clears throat> I'm very, very happy to see something that we always talk about. Instead of being reactive, you have to be proactive in this game. Yes. And I'm very, very, very respectfully proud of Patrick Graham for being proactive. Now, it looks like it's reactionary because the initial thought, the initial scheme, the plays you had in place, you're not able to calculate injuries, such as like Blake Martinez and things like that, where you're like, wow, my number one linebacker is actually gone. So what do we do? Okay, Tay Crowder steps in. We give him the headset. A couple of other guys go down as well. We get some guys off the street, Bernardrick McKinney, Quincy Roche, 
added to the D-line. Great Carter goes too, down. Don't front. Great pickups. Right. Great pickups. So now he's get saying, okay. Get on that one. If that's who did it. I mean, I get shout-outs to whoever did it. But um, if, that's a fact. if that's who did it, who did it. But you can bring pieces in the building, but how do you put them on the chessboard? Shout-outs to him for listening. Because some yeah. guys, mm-hmm. Jason Garrett, are too stubborn to listen to possibly players because they feel that they're a dictatorship and not a democracy. Shout-out for Patrick Graham making his room democratic. You know what I mean? He listened mm-hmm. to what the people them had to say and let them know, yo, listen, coach, this is not working for me. And I don't want to make you look bad in your scheme if I'm not good at this. This is what I'm good at. This is what I can contribute. This is where I can go. And these are due to the injuries, Jabril, Lorenzo, you know what I mean, Um, Blake, you know, he had some injuries, man. So, therefore, guys like Bernardrick, Bernardrick Kenny, Quincy Roche, you know, um, even even though Kaysen, uh, uh, what's his name? Ch- Siobhan Kaysen, what's, what's the kid's name? I'm I, think so sorry, I think it's Crosson. I think it's Crosson. Crosson, okay, Siobhan Crosson. Even though he's made some mental mistakes, which is a part of the game, he's played better than worse. I mean, he had some penalties, but we're not needing to go that far. He's He's played better. So, He's playing aggressive. You know, and he, I'm not mad at right. a player that's playing aggressive. Absolutely. And I'm I'm not mad at him stupid. until he causes us 15 yards and a penalty yeah, for no reason stupid. to keep a drive going. Right. But he also was there to make that stop on Patrick Mahomes for the sack to make them kick the field goal. So yes. he has some bad, sprinkled in with some good, but I think he's going to work out for us to be more good. Now, Patrick Graham has listened to players, and I'll end it off this. When you make things a democracy and not a dictatorship, you, don't not, you not only just become a player's coach, but you become a favorite mind in the room, and you gain the respect of your players. Because it's not just do what I say, and if it doesn't work, you just keep doing it. It's, hey, you know what? This guy let me know he's not fast enough to get to these spots. This zone is not effective for him, and he's going to have trouble. So, therefore, for me to not take away from a player's talent and to exceed in helping us win, I have to turn, churn, and burn some things. And for him to turn the page, churn the wheels, and burn his ideas are the most blessed thing that could have possibly happened to our defense. I hope he keeps it going. Shout outs to you. We have looked like an actual defense the last three weeks. We have jumped from bottom of the league to midpoint of the league against pass and run. And um, as long as we can keep that going, we get our guys coming back healthy offensively, we could possibly add to the drives that we have to keep our defense fresh to finish off games. Shout outs to Patrick Graham. Shout-outs to Logan Ryan for giving us that inside information because he doesn't have to. And um, great press about him. All right. Well, man, I'm out this. All right. Um, 
Dan C, talk to me. Talk to me, Dan C. What you think about this presser here and what our brother Edie Chosen One has been saying? Shout out to Edie Chosen One, by the way. Eloquently said. Yeah. I, I like Logan Ryan, man. Yeah, I mean, I, want, I was banging the table for him before when, when he joined the Titans. I wanted him off the off the Patriots. I want yeah, I wanted him now, and I'm happy and I'm happy we got him. So he's a vocal leader. He's a leader in the locker room, as he said. Probably shows the film, breaks it down the way he should. And it's really hard for me. I, I don't have any problem with the defense. Who does at this point? You know, showed up in Carolina. Showed up in KC. Even though that could be a little bit of KC, but showed up again a team coming off the bye right now the defense I got zero zero problems with them right now but the bend don't break as Lou said that could get a little more tumultuous when, as the offense continues to break yeah. and putting more pressure on them to get stopped so mm-hmm. right now we're a defensive team and I'm okay with that that's step mm-hmm. one of becoming New York Giants again alright alright all right, so we're going to get into something real quick, man. And I was hoping that Nacho was going to be here for this. God bless you. Um, and even, um, uh, what's our brother name? Chill Will. Uh, but this one I want to talk about is, do we believe that Saquon Barkley is the problem in our run game? Yeah. I ask this because, you know that's my son, but I ask this because every time he's injured or out, his backups are looking serviceable and good. They're finding the holes. They're getting the rhythm. So I'm going to pose this question to the panel here, and I'm going to start with Edie Chosen One from the Bronx. I'm going to definitely say no, because as much success as he had in his first two seasons, it was because these guys were learning each other, although our offensive line has always been offensive. It was because these guys was learning each other as well. He's been through three coaches since he's been here. Started with the McAdoodle, got into the Sherma, and now got into the Garrett. And I believe Will Hernandez has stepped up. The additions of putting Matt Pert out there, left tackle, although, you know, it's not perfect, but it's way better than Nate Solder. Let's get that out there. The addition of the Cunningham kid from what I've seen and the tape that I put out. Um, they Cunningham? No. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's it has anything to do with him. I think it has to do with gaining and getting a rhythm and being healthy. You also get out of rhythm when you're unhealthy because mm-hmm. you don't build certain cuts or vision with your line. Booker's been there from the beginning. He's how many games have we played with three and six? So he's nine games in and he had his best mm-hmm. game in his ninth game. Yeah. So yeah. I can't he's say that. I would week, love though. to see him getting better every yeah. week. And I think that's what it is. Every week you're supposed to get better because your line improves just a little bit as well. And the line has improved in the blocking for the run game. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I think it is. I just think it comes from ability, rhythm, and we will see, yes. Farizi. And the best, best part about it is, my brother, we mm-hmm. will see what's going on next week, Monday. We will see. Mm-hmm. Great question. All right, all right. Okay, okay. So we uh we got one of our brothers with us, LRP. We have no problems in Houston. What's going on, LRP? Peace, peace. What's up, everybody? How's the audio? Good to go? Pretty, pretty good, man. Sound like you kind of in the chamber, but spells danger. So good, baby. You all right? Straight, man. Chilling, chilling. Peace to the gods. Peace to the earth. What's going on with y'all, man? Peace, peace, uh, peace. Wednesday. Debate Wednesdays, man. We're getting into it early and often. For those who don't know, 914-205-5796. Excuse me, that's the number to call in. And I also have the chat open for those who want to log in. And say something in the chat, man. Say something to the people then. Uh, But today, man, Debate Wednesdays, LRP, man, I I pose a question, and we're going to go to Dancy right after this, and then we go to you and Luke. Um, You know, since, you know, I had to ask a question because you know it's my son, man. You know, got me stutter with my son. But is Saquon Barkley the problem in the run game? Because every time he gets injured, the people behind him seem to have rhythm and find the holes. With this offensive line as terrible as it is. So um, I posed that question. You chose one eloquently, you know, gave us a, a, a very, very great answer, and I agree with him. Um, LRP, talk to me. Man, man, that wasn't my bad, my bad. I said I was going to DNC. My bad, my bad, sir. I said I was going to DNC. There, DNC, my bad. Oh, no. Because that's, that's the order. I, I don't want to break the order. My bad, son. Yeah, no worries, no worries, because I ain't want to go in on my son anyway. DNC is your Yeah, no, nah, I mean, think about it. Think about it a little bit more, you know, because I'm emotional myself, bro. You know what I mean? But DNC, talk to me, man. What you think about the Saquon issue? Uh, it's a tough one. Because the like, the simple answer to the question is yes. Yeah. But I think it's twofold because I think when Saquon's out there, two things happen. Saquon feels like he's got to do too much, and the play callers feel like they got to get him involved too much. It would be really nice to see a a steady pace of what they're doing right now and gradually get Saquon in, and even not go to him when he's out there. But I feel like there's equal pressure on the player and the play caller to get him hot and get him involved because he is electric and he is one step away from the end zone. But at times, that's his detriment, east to west instead of north and south. Right now, we're seeing Booker hit the hole. So, yeah, the the, uh, the lines had more time to become cohesive, but the back is also doing what his job. He doesn't have the athletic ability that Saquon has. So he doesn't have the con- like the consistent uh, improvising spirit of a running back. So right now the simple answer is yes, the running game is better without Saquon. But unfortunately, I don't think that the play callers and the coaches are smart enough to get Saquon involved and keep this kind of play calling in. It's like they have a light switch, like it's a toggle on and off. And I wish they had more of a dimmer where they could, you know, slide it up and down and toggle that way instead of just flipping that bad boy. And it's because then it seems like it's Saquon all the time. And that's obvious because then you stack the box with seven or eight and it shuts it down and then put 
too much pressure on Daniel Jones. But uh, that's why we have bye weeks, so we can breathe. Yeah. And I like the question, but the simple answer is, yeah, man, right now the proof's in the pudding in the run game is more successful without him. It is addition by subtraction, unfortunately. Mm. But I don't know if that's all on Saquon's fault. I think it's incompetence at the coaching staff, too. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. All right, LRP, man. Talk to me, man. Um, again, we go to you, Lou, right after LRP. Uh, talk to me, man. Talk to about the junior, man. You know, this is, you know. Talk family. to me, man. About to start the season. Oh, man. Oh, Saquon, bro. Look. I deduce that the question is, is the run game better with Saquon out? It's a catch-22 and it's a double-edged sword. the issue, the reason why we can't run the ball, man. Okay, yeah, so he's he's been hurt, so we haven't seen him. Secondly, it's what Dan C. said, man, it's an, and he's chosen one, because it requires a different style of running game when he's in there because of his talent. And it's also these folks... And they always say that no player is bigger in the game, but that's a lie. That's a lie to themselves. That's a delusion of grandeur. And then people don't come to the carpet and really get on the couch and lay down and really express their feelings about the deep down issues when it comes to a star player and that person being bigger. And then all of a sudden you are adjusting your behavior to to adequately please or appease whether it be the fans, whether it be the ownership, whether it be just that's what society has deemed it to be. This is a superstar player. We got to get him the ball at his detriment. And then you end up canceling each other out. You know what I'm saying? So, and you get negative yardage, you get negative performance, you get negative feedback. There's no positive charge. And I'm not confident that Jason Garrett will be able to have that dimmer like Dancy said. That was a hell of an analogy. You know what I'm saying? They can't get on an even kill. It's either too high or too low. And so, no. The answer is no. It's not better when he's in the game because of these factors. And I hope the people that's listening, it's not, you know, and it's just, it's rough, man, because now who knows? It should be better because the dude is talented and he has what it takes. You know what I mean? It's just like Odell. It's just bigger than the game, and they make it that way. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. You ain't did nothing yet. You ain't won nothing. Sit your ass down, and we're going to work on this thing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. hopefully can you're I, in the practice. I'll say this last thing, and I'm mm-hmm. out the way. I'll say this last okay. thing, and I'm out the way. And if they were worth their salt, they will be practicing these things, and you will be able to have sword style, Shaolin style. And that should be the call, strong side, weak side. And have your cadence directed to that and say, all right, Lyman, switch gears. We got a new engine in there. You know what I'm saying? We straight manual on this one. It's a road trip. We straight manual, not doing any transmission automatic. And they should be able to flip the switch in that way and give this man his, his yardage because he's hungry for them. And LRP mm-hmm. spectacularly said, 
something I wanted to say because you 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 said something that made me just it invoked the thought process. Now I don't I know you guys didn't speak on it or not. I mean at all. But you guys saw the film that I put up from the All Twenty Two, right? You, I don't know how much you looked at it or whatever, or you just bypassed it. Oh, I, I, right? I watched every last one of them. Okay, now it's something I want to talk about in there that's important. Did you see this running scheme that was implemented this week that had never been implemented in any other week that we played? And let me tell you why I said it to you, because I could remember you saying, damn, man, I don't understand why we don't line up with two running backs on both sides of Daniel and just rush and power that shit through. I don't understand why we don't put Rashard Penny back there and let him be the lead blocker and then let Saquon or Booker hit a hole. Damn, I don't understand why we don't do two tight end sets and just push the ball up the field. What's wrong with Garrett? For the very first time, we did every single thing that you asked for, and it was successful. In our run game, same thing with Freezy. I Don't look run at that a power. Again. I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw gotta, a whole I, wide open. Uh, <laughs> no, hold on. I saw the Raiders line up in a nickel, like six by six package spread. It was like almost like a, a weak side, and the whole middle was wide mm-hmm. open. And there was a person that was completely lost and didn't know where the stuff was coming from. That's what I saw. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking about how... What did you see? No, no, no. What, the film that I put up was just for our formation. I was putting the film up and uh-huh. the arrow I was clicked on the formation for the blocking. You didn't expect for to play? <laughs> Once you press play, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. And some of those, I mean, I yeah. admit there were some areas where they did pull two tight ends, and he did get a, uh, a good edge seal, but he didn't seal it completely because Penny ended up getting banged right there off of like a three yard gain. So he incorrectly sealed the edge to be free Penny. I mean, sure, it was a good, you know, waste three yards to try to. You know, tire them out, but right. But what I, what my premise was for adding all the film of the line is the commitment to running the ball. Once you commit to running the ball, your formation, your scheme changes. So for some reason, I think in this game, whether it was dependent on the line or defense of Vegas, you know, I think. We were so committed to running the ball. And once the yeah, success say, came out of it, they were daring us he to went crazy ball, on his formation. He went crazy they were on his formation. To run the ball. Yeah, yeah like, yo, yeah. they would put six in the box and, and be so afraid if it was run action, if it was play action fake, that Daniel was going to drop back and have some wide open time. But we was like, nah, we're going to run this ball. We're going to play old started school, opening up giant when Daniel started running. And it's on. When Daniel started getting yeah. some, some available runs, too. It started I agree up. with that. I agree with that. You don't get 99 yards by not running. Uh, that's Absolutely. Fact. 
Absolutely. And he would have had over 100 if some wasn't called back. Just in one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we. I was just showing the formation. The penalties that game, though. Better. Mm-hmm. The discipline didn't take I, anything from I appreciated from the footage. Real right. talk, I appreciated the footage. I watched it. It was like yeah, eight I ain't of them. Yeah, I ain't front. My bad. So I ain't, I ain't even going there and look at them drones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I put about, I put about ten up. I also put um the strip stack like by Yannick how that took place. Yeah, I, I put the strip mm-hmm. stack up by like Yannick how he beat Pert. Um, you know what I'm saying? How that happened and um how Jason Garrett sent two wide receivers on the same routes three yards apart from each other to not allow any separation or open looks. So when he goes through his progression, he sees just defenders. So that's yeah, why he it. held the ball. Yeah, that like, come on. Double crossing. Yeah, yeah bro. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. I was like, what are you? It was yeah. nasty. It was a good chance. Um, yeah, it's terrible. All right, Lou, Lou, you got anything on the Saquon? Thank you, by, that, I by the way. Has, um, I think the Giants are about that. I mean, because you. he has really done, hasn't done much at all. And it's, you know, really letting the running game down. So, you know, he has, he has uh, suffered. Well, it's, it's, hurting, it's hurting the Giants offense. So, I think they're better off without him. Okay. All right. Well, let me say this about my young one. For those who don't know, man, you know what I'm yeah. saying? For those who follow the show, you should know. I was talking to this kid up for a long time, and then finally, I can't. I couldn't even believe it. I was trying to trade down and do other things to acquire some, some more capital because I think we still could have got him and uh, Nelson. But um, that's just me. I believe it's it's a combination of of rhythm, rust, yeah. which you know is, 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 is you know part of the rhythm deal. Um, the injuries, of course, are a problem because we never had him like this in college. Um, so ultimately that gets into your mind to where it, it ties into what Dan T said earlier. You're trying to do too much. You're trying to hit the big one every time. Right? And sometimes it is a pace, it is a steady thing where you gotta beat the defense up a little bit. Um I think what's happening with Booker is Booker is just he's that same old guy. You know what I mean? He's the same old guy He's gonna do the same things like Dan T said, he's gonna come in and just do his job. Quiet, reserved, you don't talk, you don't say much. He's just going to do his job. Pass protecting, everything. He's just going to do his job. Um, so that was also a good pickup, although we didn't like it because of the flash factor, right? We know athletically he's nowhere near. But he's a reliable, right? Here's the thing. When Saquon comes back, if he is not in rhythm and in sync and he's having issues, the stalemate is always the offensive coordinator because Saquon is dynamic enough to be able to catch that rock. So you can split him out, mm-hmm. you can play doubles, you can do whatever you want to do. I've seen um, the Colts do it multiple times. Um, it, it gets to a point to where you're going to have to open this thing up. When you have all of these players, you're going to have to be able to spread it around. Or if a guy's having his game, you know, you got a matchup you like, keep exploiting it. And, you know, until, you know, they make a change. But ultimately, he's a weapon, and you got to use him as such. You can't sit here and just worry about him in between these mother-upping tackles. I'm so tired of that, bro. It's so still. Stop running that boy in between the tackles. All right, you can't do it. So what? Run him on the edges, damn it. 
Throw the ball to him. Get him in space, boy. I don't understand, like, what, what is the issue with that? You know? The he's, issue he's with that black is easy. We're trying, to, we're trying to live up to other people's standards instead of letting he's the player be the best player he he's could not. be. So, yeah, he big, right. he, he big and all of this and that, so chill with him, he had a laughing and cracking. But the honest truth is that this dude right here is a dynamic weapon of mass Exactly. And so I think if you do that, you also will keep him a little more, I think you'll keep him a little more upright and healthy. Right. You know what I mean? Without all of that grueling stuff. You know what I'm saying? And That's let's not act like, like he has not shown the ability to put his foot in the ground and make one move and go up the field. Yeah, we've seen that happen. That's after he get in some rhythm and get that rust off. We got to get him in space, right. get him happy, get him nice. Right. You know? Get that thing going. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lou. Lou and, then, and ain't nothing wrong uh, with that, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jay Money. Jay Money in the, in the live chat. Yo, I'm, I'm digging the um, upgrade on the live chat. You can add a video, a photo, or audio recording. Or a, Word? I'm about to look at that right now, anything. bro. That's crazy, I'm about, yo. I'm about to take a look at that. I like that. Yo. Uh, that's, that's like that's like right the Twitter joint right there. You could hey, we need to have the people in here. But that that joint right there is live. But um, yo, I'm about to do that. I'm about to look right now and see what you're talking about, brother, so I could get a little bit more excited. Yeah, that's live right there, man. All right, so we all we got you know did we get all of the fake corn out, boss? Yeah, yeah um, I, I didn't want to talk about, about it in the you, first place. When you get a chance, you know what I'm saying, take a take a step into the uh, room and look at the film, you know, the little cut-up. Yeah, I'm going to do that, that right I after made. the show. I'm going to do that right after the show. Right after the show. All right, cool. Um, because I, I needed that. I really need to stop playing around and get the all 22 for real life. Um, but here's the thing. I want to ask some questions. Y'all brothers, y'all go ahead and, um, you know, express yourself, man. We're going to start with, hold on a minute. Let me mess that up. Did I? Nope. All right, we're going to start with Eddie Chosen One from the Bronx. Um, um, answer this question for me, brother, because this is one dedicated to you. I want your thoughts thus far on Kenny Galladay. Talk to me about the $72 million man thus far at the buy. I wish I could give you something on this black because, you know, you know, the skill positions is something that I definitely look at, I concentrate on, and don't get me wrong, all three phases of the game is important. But when it comes to the skill positions, I have just a little favoritism because it's just what I do. I am so pissed off that this man stepped foot on the football field, right? And don't get me wrong, we won the game. But the targets he received, the way that he was used, and whatever it was that we helped him be taken away from the game plan or got away from for some reason, we cannot possibly do that moving forward. This man is being paid $72 million. He is healthy for the first time. I expect the ball to go down the field of him. There's no questions about his ability when he's playing. We know what he is. He's a high-point specialist. He's a 50-50 catch specialist. He's a, if you get him in open space, he's fast to get away from you, and he's big enough and strong enough to rebound and put you on his back and make you look like you are a small defender. The catch showed it that he had 
uh, with Daniel Jones for the 19-yard slant over the middle coming from left to right. Nothing the defender could do with him. Once the ball is placed where he needs it to be at, we know what this man is capable of. I don't know what's going on. And this is not a te- this is a testament to Kenny Galladay. I did not want you. Let's get that out there. I do not care about you. But you are here now. So I have to support that because you are on my team wearing the colors that represent the red, white, and the big blue. Jason Garrett has to do more moving forward. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he will in order for us to win games. That, that man has to be more involved. His ability was unavailable. Now that he's available, mm-hmm. has, something has to be done. Use him to the best of his ability. We already know what they are. Bottom line. All right. Dancy, Dancy, talk to me. How you feeling thus far about Kenny Galladay? Horrible. Never wanted him. Still don't want him. But the reality of the situation is the New York Giants are not a sexy location. So you're going to have to be, you're, you're throwing a party and you're going to have to pay for a celebrity to show up. So hopefully other people come mm-hmm. to the party. So that's what happened. He was an injured man who sat out and strategically to his advantage. I, I got no problem with him having his money. That's fine. He's nowhere, nowhere near this contract. And the same goes for Leonard Williams. For me, he's, he's performing mm. much better than I anticipated. When he first got signed, I thought it was a flash in the pan, 10, 10 sacks, 10 and a half sacks, 11 sacks, whatever it was. <clears throat> I in no way thought he was going to duplicate that performance. He is on pace. Sorry about that. He is on pace to duplicate that performance, which is fine but it's still not worth the amount of money you got paid. The only reason you got paid the amount of money is because you had us by the balls and no one wants to come here. You are already located here as a jet and a giant. You got your pad. You got your life set up. That's fine. But Kenny Galladay, I mean, nah, man, we got fleeced. Uh, we, we, we don't need a big-time receiver like that. What has he done for us? Nothing. Mm-hmm. We could be in the same position we are right now without a Kenny, Kenny Galladay. That, and that's plain and simple. So I'm, I hate I hate the signing. I respect the man. I respect the process, and I respect him getting his money. But as a Giants fan, I'd really like to look my, to see how can I get out of this. Mm-hmm. All right, LRP, LRP, talk to me, baby. Drop the mic on that one. That's the fact. <laughs> I wanna wait for the question though. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. How you feeling thus far about Kenny Galladay's performance? Seventy two million dollar man. I don't feel a damn thing about it. Um I, I he's like Sam Bill as far as I'm concerned. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he's the least. He's the least Sam <laughs> complete afterthought for that kind of money you know what I mean exactly so I, I, I agree I didn't want him to begin with you know Corey Davis would have been on his team fit better with whatever nonsense that Garrett is doing any daggone way and um 
and Zach Wilson didn't get hurt, probably see a little bit more of that connection grow. But and if Beckton didn't get hurt, because that was a whole thing. That was it's, man. I hope Soleil saw that. But <laughs> so don't get you know what I'm saying. Started. Don't get me started because everybody, you know, we was Mike White in the beginning. It was all good just a week ago. So chill on that. But <laughs> Galladay, man, no. Yes, it's an afterthought. I don't think anything about it. Um, people don't want to come here. That's absolutely correct. And it's all fixable. And it's all tailored to one man. I swear, somebody threw the Jerry Jones jacket on Mara because them motherfuckers switched places. Freaky Friday. You ain't heard shit from Jerry Jones. You know what I'm saying? Dude then went in the cabinet and just chilling. Now all of a sudden you got Mara getting hated for taunting. People don't like him. He's been making bad decisions. He got a lot of making up to do. A lot of ownership to come to the decisions that he's made. And all this shit is coming back to roost. Talking shit about fan mail and Kaepernick. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not taking Tom Coughlin. Got black cats running around. This whole hack has been like that. Black cat was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Fuckers taking pictures in October on the beach. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Fuck out. I mean, I respect the dude, respect the player, but he can go. Mm. All right. So, Kenny Galladay, $72 million. Man. We have no outs on this contract until about the fourth year, um, which is uh, 2024. Black, um, can, I, can I add real quick to what my brother just said? Because it was so synchron- it was so synchronotic just now, an instinct. I, I may have started it off, but these guys finished perfectly. Exactly everything we feel. And that was probably the most three instinct answers I've ever heard on this show in my life. Not just talking about me starting it, anybody, like just three people, exactly the same opinion, just in their own narrative spoken way. I believe this, and they, they hopefully they'll feel the same way. He can change the way we feel because he has to. That is the only thing that can happen. He has to change how we feel. Nobody else. Seventy-two million has to translate on the field. We have to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was about to be four, man, until you stomped on my wisdom, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, nah. You've been saying this, man. The seventy-two million, <laughs> man. Um, this guy here has, you know, is. Underperform is an understatement at this point in time. Um, I would have loved, like LRP said, to have some of that Corey Davis pause. This is fresh, man. We're fresh at. I know you're a busy man, fresh, but you got to explain to us what the fuck happened here. Um, I, I put up there, you know, he, him, John Ross had a ninety. Shout out to John. Um, shout out to shout out to John Ross, man. Shout out to that man. I don't want to say nothing about it because I don't want to, you know, come up whatever. Yeah, but I don't, I don't it was a ninety percent chance. Has yeah. he done anything, Poop? Where he been? I, I haven't heard his name. No, but I, I just didn't mean to. Been a part of the been a part of the scheme, LRP. I shit on that man ever since he signed, and he's proved me wrong. 
the second he yeah. made that one deep catch, he proved me wrong. So I have yeah. no issues with the yeah. signing or the man. Yeah. yeah. Shout shout out I, called, I, I called him John. I called him. I called him John Gross. I put a G in front of his Ross. That's gross. So I got to. I got to get my on that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, now he had one catch in, I think, in the last game, but um, not, nothing significant. Because I've been looking every week, but, but I've never healthy. really heard him say that. Yeah, but he's healthy as a deal, right? So what yeah, I was going to no, say is, is that no I put I put him in, I put um, Galladay in this in this injury uh, machine, and it came up he was going to be ninety one percent injured this season. Ninety one percent, and so did uh, it said for the Ross, but that's why I had to give the shout out to Ross. Here's the thing. When you when you have to pay somebody to come dance like you guys were alluding earlier, I hope that motherfucker could dance. <laughs> we, we paid this man to play wide receiver, okay? We're going to need to see you wide receiver. Pause involved. But I'm just saying like this. Everything that we wanted doesn't happen because we lost a major piece. We couldn't replace it. We tried to pay for it. We got yo, Shep was here, man. Shout out to Shep too, man, but you, you gotta you gotta give us sixteen, baby. Um we needed an outside presence. We brought this man in. He couldn't make it outside of the motherfucking training camp without the hand. So use a whole bum. Until proven otherwise, like the brother said, right now you on the you on the side, you know what I'm saying? Hold over somewhere, holding up a sign, play football, and get up. Oh no! Oh no! There's a no no. Use a whole bum. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I, I you know, it's disgusting to be honest with you. Um, you know. Remember, he was the one shouting on the sideline, going crazy. Yeah, remember that was him. All right, I digress. All right, so the next question here: Fully healthy, did the New York Football Giants beat the Bucks? Shakes is supposed to be here for this, even though he said he will anyway. But he chose one from the Bronx. Talk to me. Talk to me. We all know that when it comes to going against the GOAT, outside of the times that we beat him in the Super Bowl, I would have been like, man, I don't know. But we are going to be real honest. I don't know how many of their guys are coming back from IR off the secondary, in the secondary when they get back. But I want all the smoke. Because all of our guys are going to be healthy coming back and they are healthy now. Saquon would have actually, they said he would have actually possibly might have played if he didn't have this whole COVID situation that came up as well. Yo, he was running he around. Was I saw him. I saw him. Yeah, yeah, they said he might have played, bro. They said, yo, it was a chance that he had a possibility of playing against Vegas. It's just that COVID situation came up. So you know you got to miss a week with that regardless to whatever, and the positive tests have to be back-to-back days less than 24 hours. So whatever happened with that, we'll get the information on that. But I believe the way that our defense is playing right now and the way that if we can put something together on offense, 
Daniel already showed he's not afraid of his Bucks defense. He faced it before. That's the best part about the situation. And he was winning. If our defense couldn't hold on, and then he started to break down with the interception. Now, a year later, let's see if what everybody says, right, which is between the ears, because that's what everybody wants to know. Is this kid the same or not? Games like this help people see what between the ears. If your familiarity, if your understanding, and your ability to step up and do what you need to do differs from the year before. He's played this team before fully healthy and had success. Let's see what happens now. Same scheme, same team. A couple of players is different on offense, which are a little better. I believe we can clip them, Breezy. I believe we can clip them. Mm. Says a lot. Says a lot. Dan C, Dan C, talk to me, man. Talk to me, man. Can we beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fully healthy, sir? What is that? He, he agreed. <clears throat> he says yes. Alright, so Dancy on mute. LRP talk to me, man. Talk to me. Can we beat these Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man? Will he help? Uh, no. I'm going to wait for the beat to drop. You know what I mean? Because it's serious. I can't believe either chosen one just said what he said. And I'm going over to return fire by saying they still haven't found the answer. I don't believe everybody was just literally picketing and pitchfork with torches for Danny Shelton. Apparently, he the dude from that Martin Lawrence movie when he was a coach, and the dude was all soft in the middle, just tall dude just in the way until they found out he couldn't play. You know what I'm saying? So nice try. But you got Fournette over there, and Shakes beats everybody with Fournette. So he's getting points, which means he's running on people. And they really haven't found the answer to stop in between the tackles. Um, Austin Johnson is great. I mean, you know, I like Austin Johnson, but I'm going to need you to elevate in order for that to happen, for us to win. Um, Bradbury, not confused off of one game about what's been going on with him and his tackling. And you got a whole trifecta of motherfuckers getting ready to come in. So, you know, Dory, his his coverage is great, but dude can't catch uh, a boulder, (laughs) apparently. You know what I'm saying? Like, by the fingers like a motherfucker. It's almost funny because you can think of a character who does that. So he can't get right and then you got to go throwing it. You know what I mean? And we're hoping on him having a bad game. You know what I'm saying? We got it. He's going to throw us one. Right. So, you know, and it's becoming upon that and I'm not confident in that thought process at all. Um, of that coming to fruition even after a bye. Uh, and you should be still have Garrett. So, no. No. I don't. I, I, I believe that 
we will again see some things that say, oh, that was good. But they have yet to put together a string of performances. So until they do that, I can't expect a team like the Bucks coming in or we going there and losing. Not in this stage where Arizona going crazy and the other team. Brady ain't going to stand for that. And I hate to say that like I, I cater to him, but that's Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, Dan C, you back with us, Dan C? Yeah. Right. Well, we got yeah, a brother with I'm us, Chicks Montana. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. We still oh. got a brother with us, Chicks Montana, as well. I'll but Dan C, talk to me real quick, man. Um, Coming off the bye healthy, because Chicks don't got to answer this one because he said we're going we're gonna to beat him anyway. Um, a healthy New York Giants, do we beat Tampa Bay? No way, man. No way. Tom Brady's about to make everybody in his path punish punish them severely. Thankfully, we're only the second blow because this weekend he's going to annihilate whoever it is he's going after after the bye. So, no. No way. Are you kidding? No way. I just hope we don't lose by more than two touchdowns. That's the goal to me. All right, Chase Montagna. What's going on, brother? Peace, God. All right, all right. Still on the mute. All right, so um, uh, I'm going to say no, but I'm really hoping we do. <laughs> and we know what hope gets you, right? Um, so here's the thing. I think we match up well. It sounds crazy. But we do. And it seems like, for some reason, Daniel Jones plays up. He doesn't play down. He plays up. Hopefully, our offensive line is good, too, because our defense is serious as well. Um, I'm going to say no, because it seems like we lose these tight games with a field goal. You know what I mean? Like, it should be weird. But that's what, you know, they say bad teams do. But Shakes Montana, are you back with us? Are you with us, period? What's going on, my brother? Well, before you go, Six, I will just say this. You know, as far as the matchups we'll get into, you know, next week as we draw closer, the mind can be changed. However, it's, it's, it's depending on, you know, that offensive line and their ability to consistently get pressure like they've been doing. I just think they're um, vulnerable in the middle, you know, and if they can't get pressure and then they can't stop, you know, those inside runs and bookends are not getting there and creating a a pocket for Brady to just slide to the left, slide to the right, I'm not confident in our ability to pass defense against this team. But I do believe in our ability to pass offense if Carrot takes, you know, if he does that. But I'm out the way. Go ahead, Shakes. My bad. Mm-hmm. Shakes, where you at, man? 
Yeah, Chase may be happy. Peace, there you go. Hey, peace, God. What's, What's going on, man? Can I get on? To the one six. I mean, oh, peace, King. What's going on with you? I'm chilling, bro. All right, so we already. I don't hear you know, saying what y'all talking about. Yeah, we already went through this already. No, I'm gonna ask you this. You know, we're just gonna do the recap. So the first question was, was is Saquon the problem in the run game? Because every time he gets hurt or injured, his backups wind up finding some rhythm. So that's the first question right there. I'm gonna let you go ahead. And, you know, say what you want on that one. Right there, So basically everything I was pointing out. <laughs> but yeah, man. Because um, it was something like, I don't know if it was this week or last week, bro. I was saying, why is it a fact of they block more better for these back running backs than they do for Saquon? That's okay. right. That's probably Nacho Cody because I got this question for Nacho. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, bro. But somebody had bought something up like uh, the style of line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Chris Booker and um, they bought out Freeman. Also, the fact that Galman, they all north to south. They just mm-hmm. hit the whole go, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, second question. How do you feel so far about Kenny Galladay, the $72 million man, about his performance thus far? What I expected is what I always seen through his whole career. He out on the field, he he a good wide receiver. He constantly hurt. He was there. He was there versus uh, Las Vegas. He was there. He was present. Mm -hmm. And he had two catches for twenty six yards. Yeah, two big catches for twenty six yards. Yeah, man, it was like first downs. You know what I mean? Yep. That was cool. Yep. But um that's it, man. Like that's all I see throughout his whole career, so it's the same thing I expected. It wasn't nothing special. Um man. everybody was thirsty for a wide receiver, everybody wanted that. Mm-hmm. We need some targets. You wanna Corey Davis, man. You wanna Corey Davis, man. Hey. Don't do that to us. If you don't get that same thing Jones shit, we wanna Corey Davis. I want to call it that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We want to call it that. I didn't, we didn't, you trying to say we wanted Kenny Galladay on this phone? Um, Is that what you're saying? I would say, I would say he was against it. And still is. But everybody else 
wanted that that. Ain't nobody with Corey Davis all the way. And nobody was opposed besides you, the chosen one from the Bronx. I don't want to hear it. You bugging out. You I bugging don't want to hear it. And I mean, you go back to Pop
cho- the only one that mm-hmm. I heard that was knocking was he the chosen one from the Bronx. Now, mm-hmm. okay, that's what I'm talking about. Now, yeah, I mean, as I mean, far it, as the it, injury, I mean, thing, hold on, hold on, let me finish, finish, let me finish, and I'm out the way, mm-hmm. yo. I don't cut you off. Please. Let me go. Listen. As far as the whole injury shit, you didn't tell me nothing because I am the one that said because of the injuries, because of who we signed and who we drafted, I said we are going to go seven wide receivers and count it. I guaranteed it. And it happened. Yeah, but that was after the fact, Chase. That was after we already talked about it. That was after the fact. You said all of that after. All I'm saying is, is that... When we were talking about bringing in Kenny Galladay, y'all were not, not on our favorite list, bro. It was Corey Davis. I know who the hell I wanted. I what the hell are you Corey. talking about? No, I know I who you said you wanted, want but Davis, we talked but about it, dude. Say? What did I just say? What did I just say? Listen to the words <laughs> that's coming out of my mouth. You were not opposed to Kenny Galladay. I was opposed to Kenny Galladay. I was opposed to Kenny Galladay. I did not want him. I wanted Corey Davis. Hold on, Chase. Because first off, that's the wrong narrative to have, and you gotta you gotta know that that's the wrong narrative to have, especially all the other conversations. James and I battled all day about Corey Davis. That's the reason why we ended up talking about this. Yet, I mean, these are all conversations that we had. But the the nucleus is what does it matter? Uh, I mean, nobody ever wants what the Giants do. This, this we know. Nobody ever wants what what we end up getting. So why why you? I'm not understanding where where the triumph. Where's your triumph here? No, we didn't want them. Nor do we want any damn body that we ever get. Stop acting like here we got a whole bunch of sons. I mean, yeah, we got quite a you know some, but. They turned into your sons once they were here. So what, what, so that's what does it matter? Saying. What does this it matter? We got a seventy-seven million dollar man that ain't been right, done this shit. Is what I'm saying. And how do you feel about? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying right here, right here, LLP. This is what I'm saying. If we all in a house and all we got to eat is peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? And I say, I hate peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay? I'm not going to eat that shit. I don't want it. I'm not eating it. But y'all say, well, I'd rather have me some steak. But this peanut butter and jelly ain't that bad. Well, then y'all wasn't supposed to it like me. I said, I don't want that shit. So that's where the mind frame is. Y'all was not opposed to it. So, don't sit here and motherfucking now be like, oh, well, I didn't want this shit. Oh, this is like bullshit. Said, oh, my God. You're doing That's the same thing with the Daniel Jones. The same thing with the Daniel Jones. Nobody wanted it. Yeah, nobody wanted him, dog. But we're moving on. I know it's the big Wednesday. You had to turn it up. Cause you got it all loud for no reason, but um. You know that wrong goddamn well. Nobody wants that goddamn <laughs> shit, and that's why y'all fuck that's with me about the kids and the Jets and all the people that's on there now. Yeah, yeah, the people yeah, I wanted. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know what we said on Podbean. I know exactly what we said on Podbean. 
Mm. I just, you stop it. <laughs> shit, put that shit gas down. Put that gas in here. Put that gasoline down. Why are you taking accountability? Shoot Take your eye out, kid. It's the same huh? thing. It's the same thing with Danny Jones. So if anything, you know, he's on the team, he's on the team. We take accountability for him being on the team. Do we root for him when he do that? Of course. I'm pretty sure you do too. So whatever. He said happens. it though. Nobody wanted that shit. So and you're absolutely right about that. We all can agree on that. Because no, we don't want that. Exactly. exactly. Alright, well moving on. First question, you know, uh, But um, do y'all think the New York Football Giants are coming up on another rebuild, or can we can we rebuild with the current pieces we have on this roster to compete next year? I'm gonna start with you, Chase Martin. You got all the energy. What? Repeat the question. Do you think that uh, the, the New York Football Giants are coming up on another rebuild, like currently right now? Or do you think that we could uh, build with the pieces we currently have on the roster to compete in 2022? Mm-hmm. Um, no, not really. No, I don't think we had a rebuild at all. I think this is the team that they want to go with. But not winning, so it's going to get some people fired. But the good thing about it is we got everything in place. And maybe y'all going to see the picture later on. You know what I mean? And y'all can't see it. But, you know what I mean? These three-year contracts, you know what I'm saying, all the the, the, the draft picks and all the moving and, and grooving it set us up great for this um, off season so whoever is in charge and making decisions with those caveats is, is going to have fun hey <laughs> hey right, right. All right. Eddie one from the Bronx. You with us, bro? Absolutely, brethren. Great All debate. Right. You know, it's the day for it. So I'm here just listening. Mm-hmm. I love when my brothers mm-hmm. do what they do best. All right. Did you hear the question? The answer to the see? question. Okay. Yeah, the question is, um, are we in a rebuild? No. And I'm going to tell you why. The Giants haven't been in a rebuild in over damn near two decades. They don't have a rebuild philosophy. They have a build on certain little pieces that we have and hope they pan out and build on that. That's why we haven't fixed an offensive line yet. Huh? They call it retooling. Yeah, they have a retooling philosophy. They don't have a rebuilding philosophy. So... That's why we've gone through what we've gone through with Eli Manning in the offensive line. They feel that we get a piece here or there, and we can add to a piece that will make a piece better and build off that. Instead of just knocking the Lego blocks all over and saying, you know what, let's get a whole new box. 
because these pieces have been together so long, some of them don't fit as tight as they need to. They don't feel that way. You know what? If it ain't really cracked in half, gentlemen, let's patch it up. They like putting Band-Aids on things. So they always medicate situations and never salute it. So no, we're not in a rebuild. We're in a retool. Mm-hmm. 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 LRP, LRP, talk to me, baby. Uh, you need me to restate the question, or no, no, nah, nah, I, I got it, and uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm agree with the brothers, man, shakes and eat, because the next person, because I do believe that, uh, I hope, I hope, I hope, I don't know, but there's only two blocks that are, are making this thing shaky you know what I mean and the Jenga is they know who the Jenga is you know what I'm saying and they just need to pull them motherfuckers out and I think the structure will be stronger and the next person will have fun that shakes alluded to because you do have I mean potential two top ten picks you know what I'm saying you straight Kevin Costner on draft day you know, so <laughs> you know what I mean. That's that, that's fun because it was fun to watch. So, Might I add? Yeah, can I can I add something? Add something real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off, but if the um, if it started today, we would have the eighth and the ninth pick in the draft. Just saying. Go ahead. You can finish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like back to back. That's so the next person will have fun, but they do have to retool as each of um and you know you said because those two little Jenga pieces are what what the problem is and so no you're not in a rebuild but you can definitely retool this thing with minimal you know with minimal moves you know you can put a person in checkmate and six moves or less if you do it right and if you remove those Jenga pieces the structure will be stronger, guaranteed, because you do have players. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, we got Nacho in the box with the cheeses with us, man. Nacho, you with us, man, or are you just you just listening in the back, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So back to um, the I mean, you putting people on the spot from real, man. You gotta get people time, bro, to get a, get their self together on here, you know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, but see, we don't got we don't got some time right now. Like six minutes to the live program, and then not so usually. Usually he just he say his pieces, you know what I mean? Then we know in the building. But um, I think truly, I think truly, I believe that the New York Football Giants will be in a rebuild when they don't have a quarterback. So right, so they they all the transition went better than we were thinking, and you know I think that's what Shakes is alluding to. You see the three-year contract because everything is, is built around Daniel. I know they kind of falsely got it bolstered up with Saquon as the franchise you know it's Daniel. It's Daniel and it has been Daniel. And he's quiet in his demeanor. Um, you know, pretty much judges, judges as such, you know what I'm saying, for him that, to get not be esteemed to be the face of the franchise. Oh, it's Saquon. No, it's really Daniel. Um, so, we're going to see exactly what happens Going out, and I think we're going to finish strong. I think this this 
second half of the season is, is you know, supposedly the lightest, but it's any given Sunday. Uh, but we, yeah, we, we've been retooling because they, they handed the keys over to a pick that was uh, chosen, hand-picked, selected by a certain few. Um, so that's what I truly believe, but um, we'll see what's going on. All right, so next question here, very good question that was posed here, and I, I got this off Twitter. I was stealing it. <laughs> I stole this one. It says, do, do you think the New York football giants are offensive line or do we have more problems do we think? Or the problems lie deeper than we think? I'm going to start with you, Chase Montana. Yeah, talk to me, man. My bad. What's the question? Do you think the New York Football Giants are offensive line away, or the problems are you know a little bit deeper than we we, we know? Mm. Um, you know what? I would say uh, we are offensive coordinator away. Hmm. Okay. So you think you got the pieces in the building? You think you got the offensive line pieces in the building? And it's the offensive coordinator. Yo, yeah, yeah, yo. And can I add real, okay. real quick? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. watch out for Isaiah Wilson next year. I don't know about this yeah, year because yeah, yeah. he's like all, all out of weight and everything. Yeah, but they really like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be in the building next yeah. year. Watch out for Wilson. Yeah, we said that, we, you know, him and Andrew Thomas possibly being, you know, the bookend. That's dangerous. Could be, oh, he could be a swing tackle for next year, um, replacing Soul and shit like that. And, and um, they go with Purdy or something. Yeah, because remember no. we were talking about putting Purdy in the guard and things of this nature. We talked about it, bro. Yeah, they they was thinking about that, yeah. Yeah, they was considering that. Mm-hmm. I think they still is. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, oh, I think definitely look for it out. Hopefully they get some camp action like that. You know what I mean? See what that looked like. You know what I'm Because that's definitely something, you know, that's a nice piece to just sit there and hold and see what, what it turn out to be. You know what I'm saying? No, no uh, risk, high reward. Definitely. I think it works. You chosen one from the Bronx. Talk to us, man. Uh, are we an offensive line away? They two Bulldogs, right? right? Two Bulldog yeah. tackles. Yeah, yeah, the Jersey Boys. Yeah. The Jersey Boys. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I look at the situation, bro, that's all I could think about. Eight different formations in eight different weeks is all I could think about. Like, who does that and has success? I don't know. But we actually have it in those here or there running games where it looks good, or here and there, pass protections, where it looks good. I'm just out of it. I just want something mediocre, toka, and can work on that. We not even that. We got Booker looking good for a week. It happened with Garmin last year where he looked good for four weeks. We went right back into the burner, crash and burn, and didn't pick up nobody to help out in the Yes, Shakes, your son was playing better. 
No question about it. My son, Pert, comes in. He's looking decent. He's not the worst in the world. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing in situational football. People are calling for him to play more so he can get himself into a good rhythm. But we're absolutely an offensive line away. And I'm going to agree with Shakes because he finally agrees with me and LRP and yourself, Breezy. We are an offensive coordinator away as well. A new, fresh-minded offensive coordinator with these weapons that he has putting it together across the board. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. No doubt. New deal. LRP. LRP. Talk to me, man. Talk to me, man. Are we an offensive line away, man, or are the problems, you know, they lie deeper than they stay seen? It seems like the brother just, you know, kind of like changed the question, are we an offensive coordinator away? Um, but also, yeah. I just want to know, in your in your answer, do you think we have the pieces in the building if that's the case? But it seems like the brothers believe so. Yeah, I mean, you got, um, what's my guy that went out with the pectoral early? Um, Lemieux. You know, I, I like Lemieux, and you know, a year off, he's gonna be back next year. Isaiah, as Six alluded to, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they did keep uh, uh, you got Skura, you know what I mean? Who's uh, I think is gonna come, you know, nice. So, and what they got coming up? Okay. You know, when that yeah, happens, yeah, yep, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, we are coordinator away, bro. Coordinator away, an offensive coordinator away from being a, a much um, better team, I believe. I, I truly do. Even now, you know what I'm saying? With just the schemes and what you have in these blockers, not using them right. For and exactly. you, when you do use them, it's in that inappropriate situation. So you all fucked up in the game. The soup sandwich out exactly. there. See what I'm saying? And see, exactly. that's what I'm saying. And I'm sorry to cut you off if I'm cutting you off, but that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that this offensive line is all world and, and we can't improve it because we can. Right. But what I'm saying yeah. is, is that's not within the the way. That's not the problem right now. Yeah, we done had a motherfucking musical chairs all year long with them. But they still mm-hmm. got the problem and that's in the way it's that fucking offensive coordinator and he needs to fucking go. Yo, Shakes. Welcome to the seat next to us and we could put you on repeat. He has to go. This nineteen eighties football is not it when it comes to the schemes for this line. If they could show up any week, they can show up every week if you use them correctly. That's how I feel. So, no. Get him out of here. So, it, it, seems, it seems like, you know, here's the thing. I agree. I agree, man. Look, listen, listen. If you, look, this is what I want from an offensive line. Just be good at something, baby. Just be good at one fucking thing. If it's pass protection, yo, be great. If it's run blocking, yo, my dude, get the money. But just be at least good at one thing. 
So I believe it is the offensive coordinator. I mean, I believe he does. He's so scared of the line in the way it is in a traditional sense that he still makes. He still makes. He can't even make adjustments. That's how it seems to me. When you have something working, man, you running the ball, running the ball. Why the fuck is you bringing out some trick plays and that on the third down? Can I ask you a question, Preezy, since you just said that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm out the way after this. I'm out the way after this. You in the way. You in the way, bro. And I'm going to say this. New York football giants do have every last piece they need to be a good running football team right now and probably a mediocre pass-protecting team with some inspiration. But go ahead, Edith. It's it's something that you said that I'm just going to mention it because I know somebody was waiting. I just probably beat them to it, pause. How do you have a third and two and you let your wide receiver line up to take the snap at quarterback at the Wildcat and you're having success running your running back for chunk yardage four to five yards per run? He lined Kadarius Tony up for a trick Late with third and two and got That's his it. ass crushed behind the line of scrimmage. No, I, I had said that on Monday's episode, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, it don't matter Things when we like said that. it. It happened and we, we, it, we, I don't know if you felt about it differently mm-hmm. now than you did when you said it. It's still mm-hmm. terrible. And mm-hmm. The it's situation is, is, is in context, it's in context, right? It's in context, and it's in context uh-huh. because you're right, and you changed the question because it ain't the offensive line. It's this motherfucker right here, and we have to say it over yep. and over and over again because they're doing it because it's insanity. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yep. So I mean, yep. it's a must. This is crazy, man. This, I mean, he just in the way, man. He just in the way. All right, moving on. This is disgusting, bro. All right. Do you believe Um, that Joe Judge... Okay, bro. You got something? No, yeah, because um, it was when uh, either chosen one from the Bronx was talking about that... uh, I think it was Gary. It was on Monday's episode. I can't... I had just had it, but then I was like, I let it go because I was going to let you go ahead on with it. But yeah, we was talking about it. It was a certain um, thing we was talking about, and I was like, yo, no. Matter of fact, that's what you said. You said I, this was the type of game that I like. Remember that in the closing, you said this was the type of game that shakes like hard nosed defense yeah, on the ball. Yeah, hard nosed defense and running the ball and not making mistakes. Yeah at the quarterback position and just win. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I don't know if you went to go um, get ready for work because I answered you later on in the episode, like in the, the third yeah. hour. Yeah. But what Definitely I had said was, yeah, yeah, because you didn't respond. But but what I said was, yeah, this was my type of game. But it was still, with that being, with that being my type of game, it was still ending up, they got the ball, the last drive to 
either tie or win the game. Like, I can never be relieved after a two-minute warning. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying, like, and I mentioned, like, he's still doing bonehead shit. It's the shot that offensive coordinator in his own Mm -hmm. damn way doing bonehead shit like motherfucking having Kadarius Tony and a Wildcat on third and fucking two. Third and fucking two. That's exactly where it's at. So, like, I mean, that shit just don't make no sense. It makes no sense. And especially with the given fact that you just said, Booker had over 100 yards. He's fucking running at, what, six, seven yards a pop. Why not keep four, going? 4.5 four, four, four a clip at this point in the game. 4.5 a clip. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Need I'm going to say more. I mean, you can go ahead, Black. That, that, was, that was all I had to say. Crazy. Hold on, Shakes. I got one more, and then I'm going to let you go. Let's talk about the reverse quarterback pass that they've been running for three weeks that everybody has seen already and got Kadarius tackled in the backfield on a third and seven. It was third and seven, and he runs a reverse double flip quarterback play action fake. You know what I mean? No, and, and, all right. I watched that play, right? And, and, and two things, right? Right? Like, I like the fact that, and first of all, I didn't even know that Kadarius Tony was a quarterback in high school. That's one. Yeah. No wonder why he can throw the ball seventy yards. Yeah, that, that's all right. Now I can see why. Okay, but yeah, I mean, even more, right? You could tell he's a quarterback because he does not force it. You know what I'm saying? Any other wide receiver would have got so gun happy and just said, well, fuck, I'm going to just fling it out there. Or even just toss it out of bounds. You know what I mean? That, that was it. But, like, he don't force nothing. He's like, oh, it's not there? Well, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can run it. Oh, no. Well, maybe I can throw it. All right, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? Play over. He didn't force nothing, and that was a smart, heavy play for a fucking young rookie man. So, you know, even though it lost you some yards, it could have been way worse. So, yeah. But guess what? That's him playing against the X's and O's, but not your offensive coordinator. Exactly. It was a horrible play call. Exactly. Horrible. Yep. Yep. So let's get get into it. So what is the specific reason why Pat Sherman had success down the field, 20-plus yards, with with a comparable offensive line, and Jason Garrett can't fucking draw it up? Chase Montana, talk to me. Specifically, what the fuck is going on? Dude is a nut, bro. Dude is a nut, and he's a fucking idiot, bro. And I, yo, I swear I never seen so much stupidity from such a guy that's supposed to be such a genius. You motherfucking went to Harvard, bro. Harvard! No, seriously. You went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Them, mm-hmm. them books mm-hmm. didn't change, too. He Ivy League. He Ivy League. You went. Fucking. Uh, and, you, and, and that's what you show. That's what you do. Like, I, 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 you're the smartest, dumbest motherfucker in the world, bro. Yeah, but that's, that's what I think OG sometimes is talking about. Like, if you have too much, can you use it? Because you probably need just like three or four pieces. 
Because you're going to overthink it. Look, I don't think the guy doesn't have a good book. I think the actual playbook is a good book. He just can't. He just ain't need to call it. And it, it, it's proven. It's been proven. It's messed up that we have him as an offensive coordinator. But it's been proven. So... It's being proven right now. Can't I can't front. I can't front though. Like he can't. He be having spurts though. Chicks, I ain't gonna front. I'm, I ain't gonna sit here. You know, he be having spurts, right? He calling a good one here and there. Mm-hmm. But damn, bro, mm-hmm. and then he get right in the way. Just like I, I, he or one mm-hmm. of y'all came up with it. He get right in no, the way. No, he do. Yeah, that's yep. It's me. He can't get out of his own way. And I agree with you. I like some of the calls he play. I, I would even say it like mm-hmm. good call on that one. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. two, three plays later, I'm like, yo, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> so, so you're gonna nail it down to it's just football acronym. You just don't have it. You just can't compete. Can't coordinate. Can't coordinate. Can't coordinate, man. Mushroom bow tie. Mushroom lapel. Coordinate. Look <laughs> at. Can't coordinate, man. Be the chosen one, man. Can't Why can't this man coordinate, man? We can't coordinate with him. We just can't coordinate with I'm him. I'm gonna man. give you. I'm gonna give you guys a perfect answer, and I really, really want you guys to listen to this. You see, when Pat Shermer came in. The question was asked of him. You do know that Eli Manning is the guy, right? Nod your head for yes. Blink your eyes for yes. Say it out your mouth. So Pat Shermer catered the offense to Eli Manning's greatest attribute, which was getting the ball down the field. So Daniel Jones took over and had the same attributes as Eli Manning, but we didn't know it. Because we didn't hardly see him throw a lot of deep passes like that in Duke. If you watched him and from what I've seen on film, you feel mm-hmm. me? We questioned his deep pass. We questioned yeah, his, his down the field. Like he knew it So he proved to us in the first year he knew how to throw the ball down the field because the field was stretched during the plays even behind a bad offensive line. Golden Tate was getting the ball down the field. Surprisingly. And that's why. When you think, okay, his strength is intermediate and in between and short, and then you bring that 1990s playbook and then that bizarro Tony Romo, DeMarco Murray playbook in here, contingent off an offensive line, you destroy your own self. Got in your own way, as the narrative is right now. And you can't see it. See, the bad part is not stepping in your own way. The bad part is continuously stepping in your own way and not acting like nobody sees it. Announcers see it. Coaches see it. Fans see it. The world sees it. You're the laughing stock of the NFL every Sunday on offense, and the commentators even let you know about it. And that's why I said, shout-outs to Patrick Graham. Once he started stepping in his own way, he moved out of his own way, got the attention of the players in a democracy, and made it happen. Jason Garrett is a dictator, in 
and he is not creative enough to be one. All right, all right. Hello, Pete. Talk to me, man. Talk to me, man, about this guy, man. Can't coordinate with him, man. Can't coordinate with him, man. Talk to me about him. It's sad. Sad, man. He's coming up for buy. <laughs> by the way. So I don't know what, what he's doing on the buy. Trying to coordinate. He's looking at some other team. Yeah, coordinate. He coordinate better not, he not be nowhere on vacation with nothing. He better not be with his family or nothing. I need him to coordinate with some other coordinators. You know what I'm saying? So all the people up there making the plays, man. Mm-hmm. Ask for help. What are you guys, are you guys doing over here? What are you guys doing? Hey, Jim. Hey, Bob. Call doing? Sean Payton. What's the dude? What's the dude name that trained um new uh, new edition? No, nobody remember. Get that. Oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember right. his name, uh, but I know who you're talking about. That, yeah, yeah, Wood and right. Wood played him in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wood, Wood Wood Harris played him. Yeah, yeah Wood Harris. My bad. Yeah, Wood Harris played yeah, Wood him. Harris well, I know you talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wood Harris right? had me dying as they choreographer. choreographer. What? <laughs> he was the choreographer. Why were they, so they were so cold on the stage? How good? Y'all move as one. God damn it. Coordinate. And I think I think y'all that's why I think he was right with the offensive line because I think that they are coordinating to the point to where they get they getting there man they getting there we just we just need more consistency right. on the edge you know what I mean they're getting there though and it's eight weeks Booker has been healthy for eight weeks you start to find your vision we would have liked them to found it earlier but he's also starting to realize the weaknesses and gain his strength. Yeah. Like, okay, this ain't going to happen right here. Again. He now, that remember, right the line he's making a jump. Now, remember, Gates. Remember, the line changed, bro. The line changed. Completely. Right? Between Gates and Lemieux, the line changed. So, they got better. And they're getting better. Right? I, but they're getting yo, better at I one believe thing. having... He, they're Hurt. getting better at running the ball. Just run the ball on the people who we can run against. Until they load the box and then dare you to throw, run the ball. That's it. That simple, simple formula, right? Oh, we all know Jason is going to get in the way. In his way. Yo, let's watch. Get out of it. Please just get out of it. We all know what's going to happen. Run the ball. They're daring us. Third and one at the goal line. I should not see my quarterback doing that, bro. Right. I hate him so much, bro. Like, my mama told me never to say you hate people. But I hate him. I hate him. Killing me, yo. My mama told me the same thing. I, I could definitely say the same thing my brother just said. I have vitriol for you as as, 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 as chosen one which is vitriol. Alright? 
every time I watch this team, I just know that you're going to do some stupid shit, man, that don't make no sense right now on the job. I know you're going to do it. It's in there, 99%. Mm. Shit, making me so mad, yo. Shout out to Patrick Graham. As Edie Chosen once said earlier, shout out to Patrick Graham because we need at least one component to step up. Right? So, shout out to Xavier McKinney, man. Watch that over, man. That was beautiful. Logan Ryan Taylor. Did you hear that Logan Ryan Taylor? Did you hear that Logan Ryan Taylor? Not there. Is he Graham, love um, gaining his weight back or something? Yo, you gonna t- he gonna break it down, bro? He broke it down. Why the defense is playing better? When I tell you he broke it down, he broke it down because they asked the questions that we asked. Like, you want to play it again? I'm with it, bro. I'm with it. You want to play it? Right. Yeah, I'm with it. All right, all right. I got some more presses on here, so if y'all want to spin them during the week, you know, spin them during the week too. But uh, we're going to get back to the Logan Ryan. Yeah, I'm going to play a couple of them tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, we're going to get to the Logan Ryan right now. Logan, will you look at the standings at all this week, big picture, see where you guys are compared to the rest of the NFC, that seventh seed, and does it help last year that you started off poorly, only had five, six wins, and you were in it to the end, so you know every game matters? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm not looking at the standings at all. There's no way, way, way too early to tell, but, you know, um, some upsets throughout the week, man. I mean, throughout this this, this week, which we saw, and um, that's the beauty of the NFL. you got to line it up every Sunday, and you never know. You, you know, you're chasing improvement, and um, I think we've been improving these last couple of weeks. We've got to continue that trend. How, how do you feel about where the defense is at as you head into the halfway point now? Um... I feel pretty good. I, I, I think the areas that, you know, I've talked about before was uh, red area, um, third down, keeping those points back, uh, points down two minute. I think those are areas of emphasis and areas we approved on. I mean, I still think, you know, we can improve our tackling. Um, we've been getting more turnovers, which is always the, the goal of defense, to get them off the field, make them kick field goals up there in that position and get the ball. And we've been doing a better job of that, and we got to continue to do that. And, you know, speaking of Derek Carr a lot and Mariota, who I'm close friends with, they had trouble with our disguise. So I think that's that's getting better, and that just takes time to work on that. And we saw that kind of happen last year as the season progressed, and it just takes reps with the unit to work on disguise to, to make it better and uh, make it harder on these really good quarterbacks. And we've had a stretch of, of a bunch of them lately. So you get out the offensive guys getting healthy again. I mean, as a defender, when you look at what you guys have put out on offense, I mean, would it be nice to see everybody back I mean, ideally, when you have your roster, you want to have everybody healthy. That's how it's constructed. But you also need depth. I mean, it's football. It's 100% injury rate. A lot of guys are banged up. A lot of guys aren't playing completely healthy. And um, some guys can't play. Some guys are getting healthier, getting closer. So, ideally, you want your, you know, your playmakers on the field. That gives us the best chance to win when your star players are on the field, and that's what they get paid to do. So that'll give us a better chance to win without a doubt. But I just think you got to give credit to. DJ and the guys been out there honing it down and finding different ways to compete, different ways to win, like we've had the last couple of weeks. And um, defensively, understanding, you know, with, with some of our guys down on offense, that we need to step up and win the games and step up and control the tempo of the games. And I think we we took that upon ourselves in the darkest times to each step up and play a lot better. And I think we've done that. Which was the film? 
I guess his career so far. How how high is this kid's ceiling, and what do you think about his long term? You know, I don't. I hear talk about uh, ceiling. I mean, it's through the roof. I mean, he's a he's a really good player. He's a smart player. He works hard, um, and he's productive because he's good at finding the ball in there. And the good thing about Xavier is he had a ton of success in college, obviously, and he came from a program that um, you're used to that, and he's able to come to work each and every day. It doesn't seem like he's he's acting any differently with the success. It seems like it's um, it's it's what he expects of himself and what we expect of him. And you know, with Jabril going down, it's more opportunities uh, for me and Zay. And I think it was our best game as a tandem um, last game of doing 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 our jobs for the most part, and at the end of the game making the plays necessary for our team to win the game. And we put a lot on our shoulders back there as signal callers, as leaders. And I'm a year nine. He's in year two. Basically, he's, you know, I don't know, game 12 of his career. And he's playing well beyond his years, and that's what we expect him to do. Can you give us an example of how we keep hearing Patrick Graham simplified everything, and that's the same thing he did last year around the midpoint. Can you give us an idea of how things have gotten simpler, what it allows you guys to do, and why, why does the last two years – has that happened in October for you guys rather than clicking in like week three? I don't necessarily, you know, we talked about after game simplifying. I think Pat's as good as any coach in the league of listening to his players and listening to his coaches and not being afraid to take um, advice from the players. I mean, I, you know, I think I'm, I'm mic'd up. I think I'm most mic'd up. It might come out, but we talked about changing the defense a little bit in the fourth quarter that led to some big plays that a coach told Pat to run or a player told Pat to run and Pat was willing to call it and willing to use that. So I think he does a great job of adjusting throughout the year and listening to his players of saying, hey, although we thought this was going to be what we practice all week, actually I think we need to run this. And he does a great job of implementing that. So I don't think we're any simpler. I think we were executing better. And I think Pat's done a great job of choosing the things that we do well and and calling the things we do well in critical situations, like third down and red area, as opposed to trying to have the perfect defense, what they might run, kind of going back to what we do well, and let them you know, beat us in that, and putting guys in position to make plays. So I think Pat does a great job of listening. So instead of simpler, it might be like pared down a little bit. I think understanding, getting a, I think he has a great knowledge of who his players are and what we do best. And it might, might not be what it, you picture in the offseason. It might not be, you know, we have this, this guy, we're going to run all this this year. We're going to run more man-to-man this year. That was the big, you know, talk. Like, oh, we got a door. He's going to be man-to-man every play. And that's not the case. Understanding what's best for our team throughout the year and not being afraid to adjust and go what the guys are doing best. What do you think of the term, bend but don't break? Is that like a negative thing for a defense? Do you embrace that? Like, how, do you, how do you view that? You know, I never – I mean, I just think that's a cliche in football. I think that's being good in situational football, which third down the red air. I mean, I think every – you know, defense wants to be a don't bend, don't break, you know, but offense is going to move the ball at times. They have good play make, they have good players. They're going to move the ball, but at the end of the day, that drive comes to a third down, that drive comes to a red area stop or a red area a play, and that, that dictates three points or four points, seven points, whatever it may be. So I think you just got to be really good in critical situations. On that, fumble, on that fumble, did you go for the ball or did you go for Jacobs? Uh, I went for Jacobs, man. I had a, you know, I had a basketball coach tell me first team to the floor on loose balls normally wins. I saw him bending down to pick it up, and I figured, you know, I try to, I figured if I cleared him out, we had a better chance again. And I try to Palamu, Palamalu punch it to our to our goal line. Uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, whatever. But I try to Palamalu it, and I cleared him out, and we were able to get Leo on the floor. But there's some pictures of it. And I think you saw our guys diving to get the ball, and I think you saw some of them bending up to pick it up. And, 
rule number one in basketball, you got to die for a loose balls. So that's the presser right there. It takes what you talk about that young fella. That was the best. That was the best. Hello, I love that presser. Hell yeah. See? Well, I wanted to play it twice. And, 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 and you know what? I took I took you know, your kudos. I remember you said something about people. You're tired of hearing this judge and and, and Danny Jones. All right, all right. Yeah, you responded well, sir. I was phenomenal. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah, that was, that was a good one, yeah. And he answered he, all the questions that we said about he going, on the He field. said it's going to come out later, but he mic'd up. So he had to say something, for real. It was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, I mean, right. to hear that, to say, yo, I appreciate him listening to the players because it sounded like they had a call to Jesus moment. It was like, yo, this shit ain't working. And now he responded, and he pretty much said he responded well to us, mm-hmm. and now he's going to put us, so you might see some different shit. I mean, I feel good about that. Yeah. You see? Fans LRP, can't hit while I was like that, bro. Going crazy. Fans can't hit shit like that. You stuck me right back see? in with that. I see, that's why I went crazy earlier, and it was weird, because earlier in the show, Freezy, I'm like, yo, Freezy, did you hear Logan Ryan's presser? He like, yo, I got that, bro. I got that presser. I'm nah, like, yo, that presser. He, he was like, yo, if you yo. didn't hear it, I could pull it up right now and play it. I was like, no, no, no. I'm the self-proclaimed king of the presser. I got that, baby. I got that little presser. <laughs> yo. I'm, yo, I'm telling you, bro, he answered, he answered every question that we normally talk about on this show. Yeah, that was appreciated. That was much appreciated. That was dope. That was dope. Shout out yeah, to Patrick Gray. Man, I mean, we, we, we played it for Shakes. So what you think about it, Shakes? Same as the bros, man. I'm very entertained. Very entertained. For months, I didn't hear a want, 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 want. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, um, long, man. All I've been hearing, man. Yo, that shit has. Oh, I, want, I was gonna play it in the beginning that too. Shit has, hey, yo, uh, yo, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, no. It was one other presser that I did like this season, and that was for Darius Tony. But everything else. Yeah, and I had two. I had two this season. Man. I got a, I got him up there too. You got there too. No, so you've been on point, bro. Let me say that, bro. You've been on point giving the people what they need, man, with these presses, man. It's just me listening to them. I can't. First of all, the questions is bullshit, and the answers is even more bullshit. It's fucking dry shit from them on their behalf. It's not you, Black. I love you, bro. You're my dude. But them, fuck them, man. <laughs> oh, now, when you said the want wall, I, I saw a laugh because I understand it because it is kind of want wall because it's going to be traditional shit. You're going to open up. You're going to say his piece on the team, say the injuries. But it, it is the same thing over and over and over again. It is. Daniel is a little like different. He, Daniel a little different. Yeah, he he is. The dude say um way too much. God damn, dude. Yeah. How do you not yeah. pick this up yet? You year three yeah. now, and you went through. No, 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 no. Go back. Look at Eli. Go back. I even look at Obama. He's the same way. Time. No, go back and look at Obama this first time. 
Um, yeah, he was one of them too. Yeah, he took it to Obama. Okay, but yeah, uh, I especially love when he said um, <laughs> the the stop red, the red stop, and Ben don't break, and how he kind of combated that. It's like, yeah, that's the term that y'all really use, but you know, offense is gonna move the ball, but as long as we put up that stop and that red zone. I especially like that. You know what I mean? I was like, that was dope. Well, you know, I got to be honest, man. That's my son. That's my son, number one. I like him. I'm starting to like Tony, too. Yo, I'm starting to like Tony the way he's handling them in the pressings, though. What do you hear his pressing? I love that pressing. He was handling them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved it my, when he said, I heard that one. He was like, I don't really disclose my plans with people I don't know. My bad, yeah. My mm-hmm. bad. But you just claimed them, right? I mean, not saying that you just claimed them, but, I mean, you pointed out there that that's your son. But a lot of people are saying that he is not having a good season, which I, I don't really tend to agree to. Now, I would say that it has been all, like, up and down and roller coasters. But he has had some great moments, some great step-up moments, and, and, you know what I mean, he has some want-want moments too. So I'm just like, I don't understand, like, why everybody was like, oh, Ron, he's playing up the part, he should be gone and all that. I don't understand, like, why people that don't deserve the blame get the blame. Like, I mean, it's not him, bro. Like, all right, bro, like, I get it, but it's not him. Like, why are you attacking this guy? If I don't own people, why him? Because he's the voice. Because he's the voice. He's speaking. So that's that's you know he's a captain. So that's the thing, right? And you know if you look at that guy when he's talking, he's prideful, man. He don't give a fuck what any of you think because he plays football and he's been playing football all his life and he's, <laughs> he's explaining this. But here's the thing: is that he's been to me kind of playing out of position. He kind of told you and hinted with Pepper's gone, he gets to kind of get in rhythm with a with a with a free safety at least because. He's a safety. At this point, it's crazy. So he's not telling you, I'm, a, I'm just a, a, you know, a DB. You know what I mean? Right now, they got me playing safety. I'm playing strong safety. That's what he's playing. So before, we had him playing a little bit strong. And sometimes he looked like a linebacker or something. He was in the slot. So right now, I think he's getting some rhythm, like he said. And, um, you know, you get to see, you know, what he is, man. I think he's a great player, man. He's always been a great player. And that stop, you know what I'm saying, on um on Jacobs. I like Jacobs too, by the way. He, he's crazy, you know, I like that dude. Um that stop on Jacobs on the goal line. That was that was practice, man. That was beautiful. Beautiful, man. I was like, Ooh, he grabbed that boy Josh. I love that boy Josh, boy. He just he just he just fragile. Yes. I was about to say that, bro. Love him too. I mean but Man, I can't depend on him in fantasy. Like, maybe for a game or two. But you can't be my I had him drop him a couple like, times, bro. I had him drop him a couple times. I am the way of a game. Self-proclaimed. I know. I know. You probably picked him up a couple times, too. You know? I did. I did. I did. I needed him for the last week and shit because Fournette was on the bye. So I had to cut Fournette. And pick up Jacobs now. I was like, if I don't get Fournette, then I'll just keep Jacobs. 
But I'm, you know what I mean? For nothing. Yeah, nothing. You playing my ass, ass too, right? You know what I'm saying? Terrible shit. Terrible yeah, yep, yep. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. fucked you up. That's right. That's how I sure did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my own players, man. <laughs> With his own players. <laughs> yeah, I like to think so. But, um, moving on. LRP. LRP. Oh, <laughs> uh, here, here you go with this. Yo, we don't we yo save that for Thursday or some shit, man. We don't want to do this right now. We try to do LRP, man. What are you doing? He's trying to have a good what night. Ain't nobody worried about him in that fantasy. <laughs> Not in League One anyway. I'm a problem anyway. Bum, man, he's trying to call you a bum by some reason. I don't know why he's trying to do it, bro. Get out the way. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't worried about him. Watch, watch. He gonna see me again. He gonna see me again. I ain't play each other. So good. We should one of these damn leagues coming up. I ain't out of all of them. I'm only out of yeah, no chance for me in League One. I got, I league got One ain't no chance. My championship oh, yeah, league, I'm contending. Really, I'm good. I'm, I'm not too far out of the championship, bro. I think I got you in the championship league. I'm not sure. I think it is the championship. It ain't over. It ain't over. Only thing he can talk about is League One. All his stuff is directed towards League One. Right, where I'm really right. What I'm going to need for the is for you to come out with the Tempest head, with the King Joffrey joke, with that conference you gave me the rookie season, man. I'm going to need that back. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's when it was the swagger was back. It's not a question of if I win. Yeah, man, he ain't got the King Joffy Joe going on, man. What the fuck, bro? It's not a question of if, man. It's how many will I win. He got the King Joffy Joe going on. This guy is. We don't want to talk about it, man. We don't want to even talk. I don't even want to talk to you, man. I'm about to put you on mute. Whatever. I'm about to put you on mute, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Which hood you had sex with your (laughs) man? Oh, yeah. mute. Is this your yeah. I'm winning, damn it. Yeah. Y'all losing, type. <laughs> All right, um. <laughs> Yo. I'm a chipper, boy. I remember that. I'm, a, I'm still a chipper, man. Uh, one, hey, I'm still a chipper, man. Hey, what, man? Talk to me. Talk to me. Hey, I'm on my chip. Hey, it's coming. Hey, man. You heard Big Drip. Hey, man. Say, say, man. Hey, man. Hey, it's gonna happen. Amen. But I right, going out. Let me see. Let me see how much time we got on the roster here. On the clock here, we got about twenty-seven minutes. Um, give me a letter grade, man. Shakes. Give me a letter grade. New York Football Giants at the bottom. For the first half. Oh man, come on, man. Don't do that. Give me a letter grade, man. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Do that. Don't kick you out, man. Let's go. C minus. C minus. C minus. As my mantra has been all year long, good enough to win the games, but don't. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
Give me another grade. C plus. C plus. And I'm going to tell you why. Availability, man. Health. We have yet to see our team. And I'm not talking about one or two guys, brother. I'm talking about 10, 11 players. Literally. We have missed 10 to 11 players each week in heavy rotation. So I, I, that's it. I mean, this game versus the Bucks, we're going to have an exactly healthy team. Andrew Thomas is going to be back. Our whole offense is going to be back, right? We'll see the difference, guaranteed. Offensive line or not, we'll see the difference. That one man does make a difference, Jake. He makes a difference, okay? Andrew Thomas makes a difference. <laughs> I told you, boy. <laughs> hey, yo, Black Freezy, can you remember this one? Can you remember this one when I say, okay, but I'm telling y'all, Andrew Thomas is going to have a Pro Bowl type season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with it, too. I think, I think, and I think now, this kid ain't, he's boy, not a bad player. He's not. Yeah, uh-huh. And now either chosen one from the Bronx is lobbying and begging for the boy to come back. Mm-hmm. My. Yeah, he's not flowers, man. He's not flowers. He's not flowers, man. No, he's not. Definitely not. No. No. Mm-hmm. I just felt like uh, Jadrick Wills was the best. But yeah, I can see what they've seen in um, Andrew Thomas with, like, more polishedness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and if it wasn't for that injury last year, right? which, you know what I mean? It's past yeah. 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 That's what I thought, too, because, you know, I saw it. Him and I, but Isaiah Moore, Moller. Isaiah Moller. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I saw more in his past sets. Like, that boy got better, man. Like, he, was, he was good coming out. I thought he was good, too. I thought I was good with it. Yeah. That, and you could definitely say I was... I was with that. I was with that. I had no problem with that. But for some reason, yeah, that's what yeah, I was with. Some, I was with that all the way. For some reason, he just changed and his footwork and everything. We find out he got lower body and um, injuries and you know. That's why I was so, and, yeah. and Of course, hindsight, of course, but you know, I. I I want us to go big money on the offensive line instead of the wide receiver, but I understood and, and didn't go against, you know, attacking and grabbing up a number one target for, for Danny Jones. Of course, I'm like, yeah, we need that, and we need some targets for him. But I'm like, Ross, Tadarius, Tony, bringing it, you know what I mean? And, that's hindsight, you know what I mean? That's after the signings and all that. But I'm saying, like, you go in the draft and you draft a wide receiver, which I want a Smitty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go in, in the draft and draft a wide receiver, like, spend the big money on the offensive line. I would have gave an offensive lineman $72 million. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm I think what happened is it was the damage of Odell. We were still dealing with the damage of Odell, so that's why we got all these ramifications yeah. we're dealing with now. You know what I mean? Oh, bro. can we talk about that before we go to? Yeah, we were talking about it. Go ahead. 
What happened? Y'all, is it something Odell, in about Odell going somewhere? The last thing I heard, oh, no, he wanted no, no, to go no. to Green Bay. Yeah, no. The, I think that's the best place for him to go. Because the, the wide receiver room is not that aggressive. There ain't nobody in there really contesting him outside of Adams. He's in there number two, coming in straight in the door. Boom, number two. Now, I don't know if you want me to put him out there, but I'm going to do it anyway, right? So when he was released, right, <laughs> LRP, <laughs> LRP had called my phone or I called his phone or something like that. And he asked me, he said, all right, it's just me and you. You take a shot on, um, would you go sign, a, would you waive a claim uh, ODB? And I'm like, no, hell no. Like, I'm not picking up that contract. Or maybe with either chosen one. I'm not sure. It was one of y'all, right? But I'm like, no, I'm not picking up that contract. I'd rather he go through waivers if he fucking, you know what I mean, pass through waivers. Then, yeah, I'll try to get him on a better minimum or something like that. But I'm not taking up no $7 million contract on this month. No, I'm not picking that contract up. And sure enough, didn't nobody pick that fucking contract up. <laughs> so um, now it was like, it's to the point where I'm like, shit, all right. All right, well, yeah, you can go out to him now. But I'm pretty sure you don't want to come back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it is. But I definitely didn't want to claim no, more no. weight. <laughs> I haven't said nothing about it because I, I told, I promised myself that I'm not going to say anything about it. And oh, I got it all out of my system on last Friday. If any of followers, listeners out there, I said I didn't say everything that I needed to say about that situation. But make no mistake about it. They want this team to win. And if they want this team to move in the right direction offensively like they needed to do, and you really are dedicated to the game of football and winning and righting your wrongs, you will absolutely do it. I would have absolutely done it. I would have picked him up off of waivers, and you know what? I would have gave him 10. I would have offered him 10. And uh, in his contract, David Gettleman is gone. I would extend an apology to him for treating him like shit and running him out of town and try to send him to a place where he could die. I would apologize for being a, 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 a punk-ass bitch and not admitting to letting you walk out these doors. And I would have gave him 10, and I would have put him on this daggone offense. I would have put him back with Saquon after a bye, and I would have got him up to speed because I would have fired Garrett. I would have bought up Kitchens. Kitchens just came from Cleveland not too long ago. Pretty sure that they can get themselves up to speed. He did work out with Daniel Jones in the offseason. He still keeps his relationship with Barkley. Barkley won't have eight-man boxes when he comes back. You still got a receiver out there. You still got Galladay. You still got Ross. You got Tony. And you only got it for $10 million. I would have absolutely did it. So that's why. Because I know it's not going to happen. Where that, where where that, that, no one shares that. Where that six million. We don't have the cap space, bro. We don't have the. We don't have the cap space, bro. You look at if you look so at next year, we got some players that we need to mm-hmm. sign that we can't sign. We don't have the space, bro. Mm-hmm. I would have absolutely space did it. Space games, bro. And perfectly, nobody picked them up because everybody wants him to decide where he wants to go. So that's fine. But I definitely would have picked them up. Probably could have cut Nate's older. Called him. Probably could have cut Nate's older. It would have made it happen for Odell Beckham Jr. 
Don't get it twisted. I would have made it happen. I would have made the numbers Played work. Them off that way. deal would have been made. This team would be fixed in the interim room because you got to get rid of Garrett. You get rid of him. You guys rock. Get with Daniel. Get with Barkley. Create some shit on the field. Let's make it happen. You can't tell me I'm wrong. Are you going to be mad, Shannon, um, in Green Bay? <laughs> I know it's not. Selling good, baby. And do what you meant to do. You know what I mean? It ain't going to happen here. Yeah, I know that. But I'm just saying I would have done it. But there's a lot of things. This thing would look completely different under my brain. So it ain't nothing new. What happened to um? I thought he like he wanted to go to LA or somewhere at one point in time. Then he wanted to go to the Rams at one point. What happened to that? Yeah. Yo, 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 Chase. Why sound like you ain't fucking with Odell? Period. You just ain't fucking with him no more. What happened? Was it fantasy? What did it? What happened? What did it happen? Let me get that. That boy swore. That boy washed up, boy. Well, it's being Seattle, I think. Or New England. I told you, wow. I said no. Watch, watch, Chase. He's not. He's not washed up. And I think that, you know, going to the right place, like Green Bay, where somebody's going to put it on the money for you, if you drop the ball, if he drops the ball here, Chase, he's washed. He's washed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch, I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to work out wherever he go, bro. Watch. Watch. It ain't going to work out. The boy was, bro. The best bet that that boy got is to come back to the Giants and revive his career. That's the best bet. That's the best bet. Otherwise, the boy was. Yeah, but no, he ain't, man, because we losing <laughs> still. Why would you want to come here when we still <laughs> losing, bro? We still losing. I wouldn't want to come back here. Y'all losing? I got that thank you. That thank you. He was, man. man. On, he man. just admitted it, Black. He just admitted it. He trashed everywhere else, but <laughs> he want that boy on the team. It's the only place he can succeed, yo. I love you, Jesus, you come back in the dark. <laughs> it's the only way. That shit just clay. He just admitted it just there. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way, you know what I mean? The only way. The only way. You got to fix the universe. I've been saying that. Everybody said I'm crazy. But it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Nah, fix the it just sounds like, sound like Christopher Williams. Don't wake me up dreaming. You know what I mean? You know how we even sing it, but, you know, it come is. on, man. Don't wake me. I'm dreaming. <laughs> you know I'm going to do it. Okay. You know I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. LRP, I have to say this to you. I have to say thank you for loving my son, your nephew, that much that no matter the haters, I don't know who they are because I blocked them out because all I can see is 13 and blue, and it ain't Dante Pettis, okay? You're going to get that out there. All I can say is I block out all words when it comes to my son because we all know what he did for us. And I just want to thank you, Uncle, for loving him as an uncle should. 
Freezy, you too. Say nothing else. Yeah, I mean, Nobody I don't know else. why Shake hate him. Why Shake hate him? Though? I'm not saying nothing. I'm just going he, don't, no, he don't. He don't. He's been masking it. Nah, he said he, he washed. Hold on, MLP. Hold on. I know you. Come on, bro. That's the bro. But he said he washed, though. Like, you know what the Lord is saying. You don't see it. I'm going to tell y'all why he got. I'm going to tell y'all why he feel that way. Because he feels he had a problem with Eli Manning. No. Odell Beckham had a problem. Yeah, I was saying, nah, he wasn't, he didn't even ride on him. I'm pretty sure he wakes up and say, damn, man, I wish I appreciate you a lot more dealing with this damn Baker Mayfield. So, no, that's not it. Hold on, hold on, Shay. Hold on, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield? You personally right now, because I know you didn't like him, period. They talked me into it, him easy. And now I realize, yo, he a bum, yo. How you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Same as I felt. <laughs> Same as I felt. Just like I knew he was. <laughs> he ain't it, son. He ain't it. Me, I told y'all he yeah, was Yeah, you're right. Because you know I said, mean? I said on the show, I said, yo, he ain't a winner, bro. I, I'm sorry, but I had to quit. I had to quote my bro. He ain't a winner. He ain't a winner. He's a bum. He ain't a winner, G. Sorry, bro. Yeah, ain't fuck Ben bro. He a whole sucker, and you a straight up system quarterback. And now you know it, and everybody else know it. You can't do shit on your own. Yeah, he a bum. Straight up, and, and you expose that shit yourself. But what I'm saying, that's not it, though, Black. He don't. It's, I'm telling you, it's, his feelings is mad in like that. You know what I'm saying? That that Lord's going to hate you if he go anywhere else. Because you can't. He, I can't pay attention to him anywhere. If he's bro, in, it's the facts, yo. He it's said he washed though out. as a bro. Nowhere else, yo. That's what he Nowhere said. else, bro. It will not work out, yo. Unless he go back to the Giants. So he's saying he got the boot on him, y'all, yo. Right. He's got the something on him. It's something on him. He should have moved on first, type shit for sure. But I'm telling you, he's pretty much saying Odell need to be. On this team, and he's saying the same damn thing. You want Odell? You got to be. There's no other way. There's no other way. That's like yeah, but that's a pipe dream, bro. I got, I got, a, I got a question for him, fellas. Here we go. Six. Mm-hmm. Galladay. Beckham. If no, listen. Don't try to go crazy. Beckham. Listen to the question. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. I said Beckham. Go. Okay. Oh, Beckham. I Beckham, Beckham. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. That means that right now, if Kenny Galladay was to retire, and they said, "Well, they're bringing Odell Beckham back in the building," you'll Man, be okay. I will give, I will give Odell Beckham Kenny Galladay's house right now. Like you gotta yeah. leave. Yeah, his house <laughs> and his wife. I'm like, take his wife too. He's a bum. Are you serious? Like you know, what I'm saying I will move. I will remove his, his chair he's as he's sitting down. And give it to Odell. It's like, oh, here, here you go. Odell is a seat. Why he falls because yeah. he thinks that I opened the seat for him. I'm moving that seat from under him and giving it to Odell. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing it's today. Yesterday. All right. So, fellas, we got four minutes, man, and then we got to out of here, man. So give us some closing statements, man. Um, and uh, Pete, take us home, sir. Peace to the brothers, man. Peace to y'all. Have a good show. Um, I ain't got nothing else, man. 
Yeah, I'm going back tomorrow on Thrive Thursdays, right? You shake, Scott. Me, I'm working, working. Uh, you know, I'm not going Yeah, I'm putting in some extra hours. Don't, don't, don't worry, don't worry, LLP. I'm gonna have hey, a dope yo, show on Friday to ask you some dope questions, bro. Throwback Fantasy Thursday. <laughs> with your we ain't throwing back no fantasy nah, with you, bro. No. We don't want to talk about fantasy with you right now. Nah, Hell no. no. <laughs> We nice throw that shit back, man. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to be everybody. I'm going to be the mad hater on Fetish Thursday. So you talk about my tip. Or oh, one tip, sir. But talk about my tip, man. Give me some acknowledgement, man. I'm a boy. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy, man? I'm a chipper boy. I'm a chipper boy. What's wrong with you? And oh, yeah. like, yo, it's getting to the point where I'm about to eat a chosen one from the box. So you got to win this year, bro. I'm trying to tell you, yo. Man, you got to be a chip of this year? Bro. You got to be a chip of this year. Yeah, he got one of the tip, bro. Well, I had to kick him out to win a circle, bro. <laughs> you a hater, bro. You a whole man. You can't even develop. Let the man develop a little bit, man. You feel me? You know when Chester oh, cause you came out the gate, because you came out the gate. What year? What year do you got to get a chip? What, what's the, yeah, the first what's year? The what year did I, how long did it take for me to win a chip? You won it yeah, the first year. In the shakedown league? In the shakedown league? In any league. How long did it take you where you started? In, to in win my life? Oh, in my yeah. life? Oh, yeah. it took about... Two, three years, yeah, yeah. But in the shakedown, league, I won it in the first year. Yeah, yeah he won it the first yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So is that the so three years is the benchmark? If you don't win after three years, yeah. you kick that yeah. yeah, like a quarterback. Yeah. I won in the I won it in the second year. Yeah, that was that's right. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, that brother Flower. Hey, he, no, no, take that shit, shakes. He won in his second yeah, year, first yeah, time ever in his life. It took him only two years. Jake, can I ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. He beat you. You heard it? Jake? Yeah, but I was taking his ass out during the season. What's up, bro? <laughs> nah, I, want, I, just want you, I just want to hear it one more time. Is Daniel Jones your quarterback? Yeah, that ain't just my quarterback. That's, that's, that, that's, all, that, that's all I needed to hear right there. There's a reason why I asked, and I'm going to talk about some things on Friday. Only I that's talk about my quarterback, it. not y'all. And I wish y'all would yeah. not get him in fantasy so much. Y'all some suckers, bro. I'll be trying yeah, to yeah, 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 talk, talk, talk about it. Let's talk about it. I can't find him in no league. Yeah. No, Black got him. I gripped him up. When I saw them numbers, I was like, oh, I gripped him up quick. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got him. This ain't no Eli. This ain't no Eli fantasy. This ain't no Eli. You hear you, 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 LRP heard, heard with the creep move? Yeah, I got him. I got him in the league, too. I bet you you do. Because I can't find him in one, two. I can't find him in one, three, or champions. I got him and Mac Jones, bro. They be coming through a little bit. 
Well, he's putting up some numbers, huh? So that boy, he's running. So, you know. Like, yo, don't nobody, don't nobody want to be with Heineke, G. I be hoping somebody drops somebody and take Heineke. Heineken been free mm-hmm. all year, son. Yeah, he's a bum. Yeah, he's all right, all right man, we're going, we going into it. Yo, she, you know, she about to come for us, man. Uh, anybody else? Oh, yeah. Chicks drop. Um, nah, we good, bro. Yeah, All right, man. Yo, y'all peace tune in tomorrow, love, man. Yeah, peace and love. Y'all tune in tomorrow, man. Uh, Thriving Thursdays with Shakes. You be on there, man. Slapping you in the head. Punching in your face. Understand that? Um, everybody have a good night, man. You know what I'm saying? Great show. All the fellas tuned in. Louie, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Big Luke. Uh, pause. Um, shout out to, uh, of course, all the brothers. LRP, Shakes, even chosen one from the Bronx. Dan C. You know, he, he can us uh, too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Nacho in the box with cheese. We saw you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Damn, thing, my man. So, y'all tune in tomorrow, man. And we out. You know what I mean? Have a good night. Wash your hands. You know what I'm saying? And um, never put a quarter in your ass because that's how you play yourself. You know what I mean? Peace. <laughs> I know what time it is. One, we out. One.